0: Hey, yo, Flip. Yo. It's a new big company, man. What is it called? Maestro's. I'm going to put you on this on fire, boy. I've it's a- been put you on a <laughs> maestro, G. Don't, whoa, 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 G. Don't front. I've been put I you a, on. I had the lo- it, it gave me the, you know what I'm saying? G, I brought you up there, man. I brought you up there. You know who
1: Ghost is, man. You know who Ghost go- is. Oh, he cool, man. Ah, yeah, he he right cool, he cool. <laughs> Listen, man, get yours today at maestroclassics.com or go in the store get it at Target, CVS, or your local store when you go to com and make sure you use the promo, the promo code. code. Promo hold, code. Promo code. My name is on the promo
0: code. You use DJ no or uh, uh, Queens. What's the
1: promo code? The promo code for 10% off is Queens Flip, oh, man. Okay, okay, okay. Make sure you use it today at maestrosclassic with dot S.com. I'm from Queens. G <laughs> <laughs> Money. Yo. What's up, man? How you doing, man? What's up? I'm good. I'm We're here. back. We're finally back. I'm finally back. got I'm uh, taking these breaks, man. I mean, yeah. The last episode, you actually messed up.
0: Yeah, I got crazy.
1: Yeah, nah, nah. Let's, let's let that go, man. The last, you know, we we don't glorify negativity. You know what I'm saying? I'm All sure. right. People get into their feelings and they wanna. <laughs> People get into their feelings and they wanna, you know, react over things. And yeah. This is very, very. I, don't, I, I do not want to talk
0: about that. That's fine. You respect that? I respect it. Mm-hmm. I do want to speak about something that's going on now. Um, you know, this is our first show back um, post Nipsey Hustle. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with the platform that we have, we we, we got to, you know, at least send our condolences out and send our prayers to, to uh, you know, him and his family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, uh, so I definitely want to say shouts to Nipsey Hussle, everything he's done for the community. You know what I'm saying? I, I personally respect um, all of the gang stuff that, he you know, he, he got the gangs to kind of unite in, in L.A. You know? Like that, to me, was the biggest thing that I've seen that, you know, that that kind of touched me the most. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I always didn't understand the, how to – how the gangs went a different way than when it's supposed to have went when it first started. You know what I'm saying? So now they come back to that whole unifying thing. Like, so, shouts to him, shouts to the fame. You know, Lauren, um, Lauren London, the whole his kids and everything. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to that. Um, you know, you got anything to say about about yes, that? Yes, of
1: uh-huh. course. I mean, first and foremost, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do something that I, I never, we never did on this podcast before, and I'm gonna address something on another show, real quick on this platform. So, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. You know, we definitely want to show him love and. Send my condolences to his family. You know, a lot of people are <clears throat> not a lot of people, but a lot of fans are upset that I suspended Shampoo. Mm. Yeah, I suspended him and fined him a thousand dollars. And the reason why is wow. because because you know Shampoo from the Howard Stern show, and you know we respect him, King of All Blacks, blah blah blah. And this is no disrespect to Shampoo. Shampoo has a a show on this platform, and I appreciate everything that Shampoo does. Mm. But that type of dark humor, and dark comedy, is not funny, especially when you know, including my man Mano, when when people record in the studio, when people know the address to the studio, the streets got no love. So when you playing around with Nipsey, he passed away. You want to crack slick jokes and. I get a call while I'm in Jamaica that they're gonna come up here and they wanna smack you in your face and they gonna catch wow. you outside. This the only thing I can do is sit you down for a little bit.
0: I didn't, I didn't know. That. Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes. He's he, wow. he cracking a little. You can't play around. There's nothing I could do now. Of course, if they didn't know the address, if I didn't get a call and they didn't say yeah, we know the address and they said the, they said the numbers to get in the building, I wouldn't. That's what they said. Like we've been in here before. Nipsey been in this building before. Mayno, we've been there, Flip, and we don't like what your man said. We know he records there on Tuesdays. The streets got no love, you mm-hmm. playing around, so what you want me to do? Yeah. We now come upstairs and disrespect you, Flip, but we're gonna catch him downstairs. Bro. Niggas, what, 53? It's not Howard Stern, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the Howard Stern show, this is real life shit. This is not a phone interview or phone. This is, nigga, we, you go live on a show. It's I a live show, so all they gotta do is wait till you go live and come up. We got an official niggas in there, they'll tell you nobody playing, they not talking. Nah, they gave play. me a courtesy like call. We People don't like, like this. Are you cosigning way he said about Nipsey? Mm. I'm in Jamaica. I'm in the island. I'm handling a family business. Right. So I get a call from them. I get a call from Bino. Then I call back and, of course, egos get into play, but at the end of the day, what can I really say? Because when I watch the footage, I understand their gripe. But I understand what Shampoo's saying. Shampoo thing was, he you shouldn't do anything for the community, right? But he says little slick. I understand what you say. You said. shouldn't do anything for the community. You shouldn't do anything for the community or be like Jay Z and do things for the community at a distance, from from a distance because the community, he feel like the community has no love. I mean, he made valid points. Not right now, bro. It's the, it's the wrong time. No, yeah. it was a wrong time yeah, to wrong make time. the valid points. And then the jokes that he was making. I mean, people were like yo, he did Biggie before. He did Tupac. He did yes, he did that. And I have to take that on the chin for allowing that on my platform, but. When he said those things about those said individuals, nobody has called me, got my number, and right, called right. me to come up here. Right, we just got in here what a couple of months ago. You know what I'm saying? So if Nipsey was in this building, like yo, we don't like that shit, and they give me the code to the building, fuck. So now, 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 what I'm gonna do? So you put other, not me, you put other people in danger. Them niggas come upstairs. They, they, we not gonna come upstairs and violate you, flip, but we are gonna fuck them up downstairs. So I gotta suspend you for a month and charge you off, so just to let things cool down. Yeah. Until I'm able to, to, until you're able to do an apology. So people are, it's a lot of mixed emotions, man, with this platform. And I feel like people from behind the computer misconstrue real life with with the internet. Mm-hmm. This shit is real life. Niggas will, a nigga will, if he want to run down on you, he's going to run down on you. That's right. Period. If they didn't know where we was at, and it's, no, it's a business. It's not no pussy shit. It's business. It's a business. I There's 15 people on this platform that I'm in charge of. Mm-hmm. They saw two other people on the platform with him. We are gonna smack all of them outside, and we know. Flip, what you gonna do, Flip? Are you co-signing what he said about Nipsey? No, I didn't see what he said about Nipsey. Let me go watch it, mm. and I watch it. Now, what we, what, what if you, what if we, what, what if we go? It's just the thing is, people gotta understand that we got a shampoo. I love shampoo. I love what he brings to this platform, but shampoo gotta understand this is not the Howard Stern show. It's not. These are real lives. This is real life. I'm not saying Howard Stern was fake, but this shit is the, the hood. Mm-hmm. And when I mean the hood, not and they's like, are you mixing the hood with your platform? Not mixing the hood with my platform. Maino records in this building. If they know how to get, I didn't, it's not like I told them where to go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't know Nipsey was here. I didn't know that they knew. You understand what I'm saying? people. Were, if they want your number, they can get your number. I was called while I was in Jamaica. I was sent a message and called, period. I made the right decision as the CEO of this company to suspend him because of his comments for Nipsey. Now, if the fans can't understand that and take that and respect that, I don't know what to tell y'all. Because y'all don't really care about that nigga's safety. Y'all want to try to reverse it on me like, yo, you yo, you, you, mixing it. I'm not mixing the streets with nothing. I'm being a, I'm being a businessman at the end nah, of the day. It's a business move, yeah. And, I'm, business and, move. and I have to protect everyone on this platform. If one nigga who's in his 50s or one guy, he want to crack these jokes that he's used to cracking, and that's fine. It's fine, but when somebody is offended and they wanna move, I gotta be able to, to, to make a right decision, man. So yeah. a lot of people are mad, flip you, suspended, we want shampoo, but I don't give a fuck. No, to I don't give a
0: fuck. I'm fine with that. I respect yeah, of it. Course,
1: of course, you're fine with that. Yeah. I'm, I respect it. He, go, he goes <laughs> too far. So too I just far. had to address that, man, because I, I think that we misconstrue, like, people just miss the internet with real life. Mm. Are you supposed to protect them. I don't get here to his show is halfway recorded. Yeah. So what do you want me to do? Come here early, walk him in, walk him out?
2: Nah,
1: we niggas go. wanna slap you, they're gonna smack you. Hey, who, who don't know this? Who doesn't know this? If a nigga wanna slap, he's gonna slap you outside. He's gonna catch you and slap you. Do you really want that drama for your comments? No, you don't. Anyway. Yeah. So rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. <laughs> I had fact. to address that shit, man. Yeah. But um G Money! Yo. I feel good, man. I feel good. We, we, you know, we have a classic on the way. Let me just make classic. sure I get my, get my joints ready. Yeah, we have yeah. a classic, I feel yeah. it's a classic. I mean, I don't got no notes, but I just feel like this individual that's in the building, he don't look like he's afraid to say anything, you know uh. what I'm saying? You know, he pressed me outside about, you know, comments, and, you know, he mm-hmm. got me a little shook. Nah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Nah. G Money, you good? Spacers, yeah, what up, man? Shout out to Spacers in the building. Space. You good? Finally, you here, man. You hired new niggas, you don't come in no, the he, building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what niggas happen when they get power. G Money!
0: Yo.
1: Episode motherfucking 87! Nigga, we... Slow down. Ebok just walked in the building. Shout out to Ebok in the building. Oh, my God. Come on, man. I got to have fun. trying to trick me, man. I got to have fun. I got to have fun. I got to have fun. Episode motherfucking 87, nigga. Me, we, we made it. it. We got an episode today. I think it's going to be a classic.
0: Classic. Um.
1: What I, what was told to me is that it said Brownsville legend. Now, Brownsville is Brooklyn, correct? Brooklyn. yes. Yes. Um, they said they put the word legend Now we can't throw the word legend around, but his mystique mm-hmm. that I get from him feels legendy. He, mm-hmm. looks, he looks comfortable. Like, he Yeah, looks yeah, like he, he don't he look nervous know, at all. He know what time it is already. I don't, I don't like
0: shit like that. I don't, <laughs> like, I
1: don't like shit. Too confident for me. Rub it in, look confident too. I don't know. They, they know something that we don't know?
0: <laughs> I don't know. We're going to find out right now. Yeah.
1: OG Nuka the building. What's up, man? Round of applause, man. OG, How Triple you? OG malik what's up malik man how you doing man all right up. You know, we, got, we got classic 87 man welcome to flip the script podcast i don't know if you too familiar with us but we get a little crazy up here
0: og but you know yeah. look he
1: good he's not yeah, ready
0: he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he cool man already no, cool. You give him the, yeah, already? Cool already yeah he's comfortable he look he look comfortable man this guy. how the hell you give it to him already He cool man i just see it i can <laughs> feel it it's a vibe you know what i'm uh, saying Yeah. Uh, at the Brooklyn Nets hat on, he he represents. You know, you know what time it is. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Do
1: you think we move the mic a little closer to you? Hey, space. I think this mic need to be a little close to Malik as well. Space. Then the mic is right there. Yeah, I think it's too far. Let's, I don't know if he talks loud. I don't know. The lady talk smooth. He's that's shining cool. over here too, man. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Oh yeah, he talking loud. how you want to do oh, that. <laughs> <he laughs> yeah, he he cool. loud. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so yeah. so 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 tell us about you. You, you, Brooklyn. Tell us. Tell us. Can you feel us? Oh, from the
3: hill. What is the hill? The yeah, hill, we separate ourselves from Brownsville. Mm. Where M.O.P. and grew up. They grew up on us. Okay. With fame from St. Mark's. Mm-hmm. And um, in my day, that's where was at.
0: The
1: hill. So is that an actual hill? You know, I'm from Queens. That's yeah, an actual hill. <laughs> so the actual hill in Brooklyn. Yes. Well, let's, let's, not, let's not over-exaggerate it. We sure there's a hill in Brooklyn. Saratoga
0: Avenue. Hmm,
1: okay. Is that Is, that Michael? is it? Oh, he, was, he said, hold on, he said, hold on. <clears throat> it's a hill in Brooklyn. Yeah. I gotta Google this man. you sure, man? You familiar with the lyrics? <laughs>
3: biggie shout it out. What's it, what's up? What you say? What's Brothers up <laughs> the hill,
4: <laughs> fame. Y'all know it is on process. They talking about Ocean Hill-Brownsville, Saratoga Avenue. Yeah, we separated from everybody, everybody, and what? it's on the hill.
0: Hold on, hold on. That...
4: It's a hill. hill let me make
0: sure the mics is on before we start. You know, make sure, you know. Yeah, it's it sound like yeah, these, these guys are real confident. I know I know here. the hills usually, like, you know, in the Bronx, you got some hills, and the Yonkers, it's like that. You know, I never knew a hill Brooklyn. in Brooklyn, man. Like, come yeah, on, I let's stop. I don't know no hills in Brooklyn.
1: What? OK, Saratoga I, I, Avenue and what? I've
0: been in Brooklyn, you know? I've been in Brooklyn. Now, you know what
1: a hill is, like, you go up. <laughs> oh, God, I just think it's <laughs> Oh, look, you go to the
0: Paul's
1: bar Saratoga. Actually, it comes up. Let me see. Huh? OK, so we, is we, the, we hill, take time. Is the hill going we up
0: Saratoga?
1: Oh, I see, yes, it's, it, it look, it's a slant. Uh-huh. I do, I do. But that's not really a hip. You guys are, well, it, it is a hill. Well, man. I'm Googling it now, OG, I'm watching it. I'm looking at it now. This, I got the view right here. Yeah, the highest crime Oh, come on, oh, here you go. He, he going to let it, all right, let me stop, Let's talk talk. let me stop. Hold oh, no, on, wait, 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 let me, let me, he, 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 gets, he don't like that, he get spicy. <laughs> he
2: look...
1: Are You ready? Yeah, we ready. We ready? We ready, Space?
3: Yo, yo. All right, cool. Here we go! So, Brooklyn. The Hill. The Hill. Tell us about The Hill. What did you want to know about The Hill? I mean, I
1: want to know, (laughs) who who
3: named it The Hill? Well, the history of it is a school on Dean Street called 178. Mm -hmm. And from that spot, before they put all the buildings, they said, you could look at that spot right there and look down to the ocean. That's why it's called Ocean Hill Brownsville. Mm -hmm. So, so, <clears> so before we, we get to, it to the hill.
1: This, this is your brother.
3: Yes. Blood brother. Yes. All right. So before
1: we get into all that, tell us who. Tell us about O.G. Like
3: you were born in Brooklyn. Yes, I was born in Kings County Hospital. Okay. Born
0: and raised in Brooklyn.
3: Born and raised.
0: Okay. Right. Both both parents was around.
3: Nah. Okay. Neither one of my parents was around. My grandmother raised me. Huh. Neither one of your parents. Were I mean, later on, but you know, they was into their own. I was raised by my grandmother. Okay. You know, okay. I Grandma. came off the stoop after her death, and that's where the legacy—the legacy was born. Thirteen years old, caught my first homicide.
1: That's what you want to know.
3: I mean, right. come, on, come on, man, come on. He getting, he getting man. That's, that's right to it. But, but <laughs> you gotta let me ease it in, Paul. Nah, wow, man, nah. you can't just go straight into something like that. The man. homicide. <laughs> you said it too. I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, I, I only know how to go hard, man. I don't know how to go no other way. So wait, so talk about. Mm-hmm. So
1: so 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 you lived with grandma. Yes. And grandma passed away. You said. Yeah, when I was twelve, he was twelve, and then like. You said that it was the streets from there not
3: necessarily streets i was i was a football star in school oh. you know i still went to school then um what school you went to i went to wingate, wingate. okay you know and then it was like from there the drug game crack came around 86. 86 was so, um, a good year i started dabbing with that from <clears> heroin <throat> on crack and it just was like the money was coming so fast I said, okay, that was the end of school. Someone, of someone, OG, come
1: on. First of all, you know, and I like the way you tell stories. Just, I like the smooth voice, the, the, the Twilight Zone voice, the scary <laughs> type thing, the mystique. I, respect. But you, you who this, who put you on to the game?
3: My uncle and my pops.
1: Uncle and your pops.
3: Well, they ain't put me on. I ran an errand. I, w- I did an errand for them after, after the funeral one day. And from there, just the excitement of it. Wait, 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 wait! After the, oh, it was okay. a couple of months after. It wasn't exactly <laughs> after. The that's, a crazy, after the funeral, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Rest, Rest in peace. and you go okay. out, you <laughs> just, My grandmother passed away in June. <laughs> I mean, in May, mm-hmm. and in June, I just started seeing things differently. In July, so I, I did a little errand. So,
1: was your pops and uncle um, in the streets like that? Yes, they was in the field? Was in the
3: street,
0: hard. Uh, People knew them. People yes. were aware of who they were. Yes. But you said you grew up with your grand, your grandmother. Yes. On so you didn't. What's your relationship with your, with your father before that?
3: It was cool.
0: It was cool. But you still, you just stayed with your grandmother. Yes. Okay. So was you, it was cool good. enough to where when she, once she passed, you just was, got to the family business. Nah. It was there. Yeah,
3: well, I went on my own. My mom's shooting dope. My okay. mom was mm-hmm. to get high. So I stayed with her for like three months, and she stole a package from me. And then I went and got my own place.
0: Wait a
3: minute, it was I was thirteen. <laughs> is at 13. Is OG, OG, yeah, OG, it is real, O G, O G two, man. It's, it's true, different. man. Like talk right here, bro. I mean, it is what it is, man. It's the truth. So, so, but, 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 what, how you what, get your own place at thirteen? Though, like, how, what, 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 what's I mean, the process of that? Like, how do you? I went to my aunt, told her I needed a place to stay, and she went and got me a place. <laughs> <laughs> what it is? This? What they so, go do? So,
4: how many years are y'all apart? Oh, well,
3: we, uh, Only
4: one, a couple of months. Okay, so were you with him at the time as well? No, nah, my father got like 20 kids, man. Mm-hmm. Well, when you get to me, well, he explained. I was already doing time already when he got caught his body. I was in jail for sticking up for undercover cop. They had to come get me out of juvenile. I always got sentenced for, what, 3 to 9, 4 to 12 or something. Wait, hold up. For sticking up under the cop. I think mm-hmm. I turned 10 or something like that. We'll so I was in Goshen I, Annex. Yo, yeah, what's wrong trouble. with <laughs> y'all stories, man? We'll get to you. Hold on, yeah. hold on. On side. Stop Let's go. Let's go. Man. That's facts. Go ahead, finish. This is what document, it is. This document, man. This Ooh. document here, too. Ain't lie,
1: man. Now, I don't think y'all lying. It's not about lying. I'm not questioning the authenticity of this, but it's just so much. You know, I go at a pace like this. Y'all just and it's let me take it back a little bit. All right, so 13 years old, you, you, after grandma passed away, you stayed with mom for a couple of months, she stole a pack from you. Yeah, you know what I'm and pops pops and your uncle gave you the first pack. Basically, yes. You did a, You did a, an errand from them, for yeah. them. And then when you did the errand,
3: you like the rush of it. Exactly. So what's an
1: errand? Like basically dropping off a pack and collecting money. That's exactly what I did. How much time did you did it before you decided to go on your own?
3: Just that one time. And you got hyped? I got hyped. Then they showed me the game. Yeah. Then they showed me the game from the lookout, man, to inside the spot. It wasn't just... Right to, I had to learn once they knew that this is what I was gonna do. I had to learn every aspect of the game, it wasn't just gonna get so I had to be a lookout man first. Then I went in, sold drugs through the hole. That's when they, they didn't do it hand in hand. We did it behind the steel door, did that for about a week. Then I went to the table, see how the table was run. I did that for about two months. What's the table where they? Yeah, where they cut up everything. Then we went on a, on a trip. We went to the Catskill to a dude ranch. And i never forget that day. I called everybody to the room. Him, my little brother, Shy, my cousin Poo John. I'm like, yo, we could do this on our own. Mm. Right? So I called them and All the adults in. I'm like, yo, we want our own thing. Give us East New York. And we can go from there. They laughed at me. We got off that bus. That day I was on my own. Never looked back. I got with my man, Nice. He's in Arkansas in the federal penitentiary. He had a life bid. Then they converted into, like, 27 years. He should be coming home soon. He showed me some aspects of the game. At 15, I was Sally on my own. No partners, nothing. I met Wise from out of y'all hood. I met them. Hang out in Basley. Met Wall. You know, all the real legends and learn from them.
4: So so
1: so you um okay, so right now we're at you caught your first body at what age?
3: Thirteen.
1: All right, so right now, okay. Grandma passed when you was twelve to thirteen. Tell us tell us tell us the story of what happened with that.
3: Well, um, I always held grudges. So I was a dude that used to always pluck me in the ear when I play asteroids. So I used to be kind of scared of them. Asteroids is the game. Yeah, again, I forgot. It, it was a <laughs> you had a spaceship and it was rocks coming. I at know
1: asteroids.
3: Yeah, come <laughs> on, go yeah. yeah I, I, I'll keep that. Like, you know, your young man,
1: your young man. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, In the game room, but, it right? Game it was the room, game
3: it was the rooms problem. then. So to always plucked me in the air. So I used to be scared to want to fight them then, cause I was like, yo, man, I never lost a fight, but I wasn't gonna lose a fight now. I was like, damn. So, me and his older brother was cool. So I let him hold a diamond ring. So I went to get the diamond ring back. He wasn't trying to give it to me. Mm. So I said, oh shit, this nigga's trying to play me.
1: The older brother or the guy that the played?
3: Guy, for- the older brother. So I, I knew where somebody kept a 357. So I went and got it. I went up on the hill, asked the dude for my ring, he had me, I pissed the whip. So the next day, The brother that used to pluck me came around. And he was like, yo. So I had no gun or nothing on me. So I went to the refrigerator and got a a Pepsi, a 32-ounce Pepsi, and put a paper bag over it. And I bluffed my way out. And then, like, I'll never forget, it was February 14th. And I was at a party, a house party. And it was like, yo, shitty looking for you. And the, the ego, as you was talking about earlier, kicked in. So I went back, got the gun, and I went looking for him. So when I found him, I'm like, yo, what's up? I snuffed him. Now I want to fight because I said, oh, this dude went down for a snuff. Mm. So he act like he was reaching. I shot him in the ass, went back to the party. About an hour later, he was like, yo, shit, he died. i was like, oh, shit. So they they snuck me out to Connecticut for a few months. And I came back, and I hit them streets harder. So now I know, you know, I didn't talk no more. It was all about violence, getting money. I was the youngest dude up there getting money. So if you took something from me, I took something from you. And what I took from you, you wasn't getting back. What what made you what made you think like that?
1: Is it a situation where kill or be killed? Like was it that? Nah, or man. is that like a
3: myth? It was not knowing how to deal with grief. Mm-hmm. So I was always angry. So if you did the least little thing to me, I want to inflict the most pain possible. So most of the time, you know, I wind up somebody getting killed or broke up real bad with a bat. Mm-hmm. So you know, it was like, that's was the time. At that time, you had the Jamaican posses. You had everybody battling for territory. So if you perceived to be weak, then they was coming for you. So I wasn't going to be prey. I was preying on people. Sure. So.
1: First body at 13. Yes. What did that do for you in the streets? Like, like People knew that. Uh, uh, you say, they sent you out to Connecticut for a little while. And how, uh, you know, for how long you was in Connecticut for? About two
3: months. Two months. Man,
1: they
3: sent you out. <laughs> that's a little while for real. And then they they brought uh, you back. I brought myself back. Oh, that's Actually, I was coming back and forth every weekend. You know, I was sneaking back in. You know, well, going but, but back
1: police, out. Were, were police looking for you at that time for that, I or mean, they?
3: They was, was looking, looking for me, but back then, you know, nobody really talked. You just hear about it. The family talk more than anything. But, you know, like I said, I always made this... I didn't do anything to anyone that didn't do something to me or that wasn't a part of the streets. I never hurt an old person. I never robbed a woman. I never did none of that. If you was in the game, you was fair game. Hmm. You know, and that's how, that was my logic at that time. You know, that's what kept me going right there.
1: And that logic that logic is do you think that do you still agree with that logic if you were in the streets and you should be fair game
3: no nah, actually i don't agree with none of the violence if i could do it all over again mm-hmm. i would have did it differently cuz like i said i was on the path to becoming a professional football player if you ask me mm-hmm. and anybody i knew me. but now where i'm at in my mindset today i was an idiot but i was blessed because I shouldn't be here mm-hmm. for all the things that I've done. Like I said, if you Google it, you'll see it come up. And it's a lot of brothers that grew up with me that ain't here. Mm-hmm. They they imprisoned Federal Penitentiary for life mm-hmm. or they dead. So what was, what was God? What was my favor for God? Why did he save me?
1: I see what you're saying.
3: You know, so at that time, because when you don't know how to deal with grief, Everybody used to say it's going to be all right. It's not always going to be all right. I need to help. I need to understand death. That was the first person that I actually loved and worshipped die on me. Grandmother. Right. And she was my hero. Everything mm-hmm. I've done was because of her growing up to make her happy, to see that smile on her face. So when I was taken away from me, nobody said, This is what death is, that you live, you die. Nobody explained that to me. So I was just angry. So, you know, football was a release point. But when I did that first violent act to another person, it was like an orgasm, your first orgasm. Mm. It was that good. It was like a building was lifted off me. So I just was like, yo, this was it. Then I said, you could get paid for it. I'm like, "Oh man, I'm high in my gun now." Cuz <laughs> I was going yo yo. down.
1: Let's slow down, let's slow down again cuz I get oh, I, I, I get caught up in the story. So <laughs> shit is going. Mm-hmm. Connecticut back and forth. Now, mm-hmm. what are you getting money in the streets as far as like hustling or you become a
3: Stick up, kid. Uh, Where does it go? I never stuck up nobody. So not stick up, People used to just, you know, pay tribute. They used to pay homage. Mm -hmm. Here you go. You don't have to stick up nobody. When you got that, when you come around, people, you know, here you go.
1: At at, at a young age like
3: that? Listen, man. What they said, when you're young, you don't have the sense of, I thought I was immortal. Nothing could happen to me. If you shoot at me and miss, everything you've die. I never got shot. I never got injured in the streets. You know, because I felt that I couldn't be touched. So,
1: so who, who, who but who was, who was your guide? I mean, who? It was just you, like who? Well,
3: was- I, I had a lot of guides, but like I said, the guy that I felt wasn't. My mentor on the street was nice. Mm-hmm. He in the feds now. He was the one that seen past a lot of the shit that I was doing, mm-hmm. and try to get me to understand that to get money, you don't have to be violent. But I'm like, yo, man, whatever. This is me. But then he's had enough sense to let me be me. And once, once I seen he respect the fact that this is who I was. I was able to listen to his advice. You know, and my uncles and them, again, they always thought because, my pops, and they always thought, oh, because of who they were, they talked down to me, they wouldn't talk to me. So I used to be like, bro, them just get the fuck out of here. What y'all gonna do to me? Your pops was a gangster as well? Yeah, you ain't gonna do none of this dude. But see, my pops come from an era where if you did something to him, he didn't react. See, and I thought that was some punk shit, but then months later, this guy found somewhere in a lot. But you never would think that it was contribute to this crew. Right? right, I'm like, yo, oh, damn, you know, this is such as that. All right, what the fuck, he had it coming to him. But mm-hmm. like years later, when the indictments came down, I'm like, oh shit, this is what they was telling me. You know. If you did something to me, you should knew I was coming at you. So did everybody else.
1: That's how you wanted it to be.
3: Yes, that's what I thought it had to be, right? Because growing up, when you see, like, my pops used to take losses for half a million dollars, $300,000, and it was nothing to him. My uncle was nothing to him. Like, they'd throw a big-ass party. I'm like, what the fuck? This is a lot of money. $10,000 was a lot of money to me. Mm-hmm. Right? But when you hear these numbers and you're like, damn, they ain't doing nothing to this nigga? like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Hmm. But then when the police was at me, now I knew why they ain't do nothing to these dudes. Mm-hmm. And then you find out, this who had this guy clipped, this who had this guy clipped. But again, it was a lesson I had to learn. So when
1: you said your father, you said something important just now. My father used to talk down to me right. and not to me. Did that bother you? Like Did that make you, or you just, that's my
3: father, I'm... I'm, I'm. I mean, I always had a problem with authorities after my grandmother passed. Mm. So, if anybody talked down to me, it bothered me. But it was certain people I could transgress against, and certain people that I couldn't. <laughs> I wasn't no fool. Now this motherfucker no bust you in the head like, hey, it's like, yeah. like you know, my uncle too. Like these, they was gangsters. But
1: what, 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 let me ask you a question: You being, what's the, going official, on? What's the definition of a gangster?
3: Well, my gang, my definition now is somebody do the right things. Of course, right? we know that. But back then, it was somebody that stood on a foundation,
1: okay,
3: and then let no one—I don't care who they was. See, I, I was—I have a problem with people that discriminate me in this. You come through, they want to clown you or whatever. I come through, they want to hey, right, big me up. My thing is. I'm going to treat you the same way I treat him,
2: that's right.
3: right? But when you show me some other shit, that's not gangster, man. You're not tough. Be tough to him, too. Well, just be tough to me. Mm-hmm. Well, be tough to him, too. And that's what I had a problem with with a lot of shit growing up. It was certain dudes that ran through the hood and dudes just tucked their tail and gone for how much money they was getting. And me, I was the opposite. That's what I wanted to get. So if it was money on your head, I'm coming to get you.
1: So can we ask personal questions? You know,
3: it's up to me if I want to answer or not,
1: though. I mean,
4: your first. I mean, are you able to talk about, you know, the, the body? Man, did the time, bro. We'll put it like this: If you ask a question, being that I'm a student of law. I'm I know what to tell yeah. him what to do or not. Hey Malik, what's up with you, man? to get yeah. you the next, man. Shout nah, out, man. yeah, that's but I'm gonna have to protect him in that sense because I'm his little brother. However, I did study the law and that's how I got out of prison. So I know what he can't answer and what he shouldn't answer. And most of his indictments he had I was on indictments too. So I'm just letting you know. But that's my brother, I'm gonna protect mm-hmm. my brother with my life and So we can't ask about is. the body. So no, you then? can ask whatever you want and I'm gonna tell him how to answer it. So you're gonna whisper
1: to him how to answer it. I them. don't have to. So I you know what to say then. just
4: go ahead and talk. Why like, you tell me, me
1: to talk like that? He didn't, come on, like, yeah, I'll come like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, on, Blake. Yeah, hold the fuck up, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. It's a lot of energy coming. No, in, man. hold on.
4: Always remember with us. Always remember this. No matter what it is up there, we love people. Never forget that. We respect and protect the people. Like he said, if you a gangster, then we won't treat you like you a gangster. Mm-hmm. But if you respectful, we was taught to respect others and look out for the women, look out for the elderly, look out for the kids. I respect. Look out for the people. But if you from the street. You gonna get treated about the street. We gonna see if you really like that, that dude or whoever you supposed to be.
0: I think that's what's missing now, though. In twenty nineteen, like, I think we got a lot of fake gangsters out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why people don't respect.
3: Right there, that phone, that Instagram. Oh, that's, wild. Yeah. that's, wild. Yeah. that's that that means, why.
1: That's why. These niggas is wild in, head,
3: man. <laughs> oh, OG, come on, man. You give these dudes platform. Let's be for real. Yeah. You turn on yeah, it. Right. You turn on Instagram right now, mm-hmm. dude. It's talking about to Jay Prince. He's sending hits out. Yo, get this chain back. These dudes are responding back and forth. All these indictments come now is through. Mm-hmm. There it is. Mm-hmm.
1: You think Jay Prince calls indictments for that situation by doing that?
3: I think all of them is dry snitching. Who does that? Who does that? He could call you. You don't got to get on social media. He could pick up a phone and call you. That's facts. Yeah, Listen, homie, you. I need you to take care of this for me. That's it. That's it, yeah. Now, if something happens, right, it leads back to his doorstep as well as somebody else's doorstep. I don't believe in that gang banging over social media. It's it's corny. You got dudes, I mean, it's just a given platform. And in my day and to this day, especially in prison, suckers have too many rights. Now, that's what's wrong. A sucker don't stay in a sucker place no more. Right? So if you got a platform, everybody got a platform, everybody got a voice. So let's be for real here. See, Everybody's tough guys, right? Well said. Well what do you think? Get yeah, out of here. <laughs> for real. Let's be for guys, real here, right? Wait, but wait, see, that was nah, good. but listen, see, because see, you ask the room, right? You go around and ask the room, you ask people how many people in the room is tough. I have the to plan, they eight, 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 raising their hand, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. There's only two tough people in the world. This motherfucker that I take a dick and a motherfucker that hang themselves. So. So I asked you which one is you.
1: Where did you get that analogy from? I mean, let's be for
3: real. I, I'm going to tell you, can you kill yourself? Do you think you got enough heart to kill yourself? Mm. No. Can you take a dick? No, of course. There, <laughs> there it go. is. Let's be for real here, man. I can't do neither one of them.
0: Yo, yo, right.
3: I can't see, do wait, neither so, one
0: on. So who's tough then?
3: That's it. <laughs> Pause, there man. it goes. So, Where
1: did you get this analogy
2: from?
1: What the hell is wrong, he
3: just told some truth. crazy, shit, bro. It's not crazy, it's Where honest. Where
1: did you get the analogy from? Did you make because, it up? Of course, now I have
3: to make it up. Oh, it's geez. logic, it's oh, logic. Let's be for real here. It's logic. So you gotta be tough to take a penis as a man. Ask somebody, I take it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <But> I, well, <laughs> I can mean. you
3: just ask yourself, can you? Because I can't, I, I ain't tough enough to take it. I'm damn sure I don't have no heart to kill myself. Because that was the case, I wouldn't be here today. I did 31 hard fucking years <laughs> in prison. And these dudes talk all this shit over social media, right? Crazy. They don't want to go to prison. Then they go to prison, and then they motherfucking folding. So they telling you a bunch of lies. Now, one thing I want to clear up, you my little man. You had him on this show, right? And I watched the interview you had with him. Who, baby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's a kid that had all odds against him when he came to prison, right? The sucker shit Tenard did to him was foul. You know, the shit that fifty alleged to do, but it wasn't him. It was somebody trying to make fifty, being fifty camp. Smurf came out to that yard with all odds against him by himself. By himself. You know, and I met him and he was like, Yo, I heard such and such. I said, nah, bro, This was here to get you here. I wanted to see what you was made of. And he showed me he got a heart of a lion. Mm-hmm. That kid walked that walk, man. And I got a lot of respect for him because all the odds was against that kid. And he showed. So I say <clears throat> to him is that at the end of the day, we don't look back. We supposed to look ahead, right? So whatever you have with them, move forward. When you do good, that's how you get people back, okay, right. by doing good. And I say that to say that today's, too many people get behind that social media thing and they talk this talk and when you see them they fold like that shit. you know it you've seen it mm-hmm. you've seen it yeah we have a situation yeah yeah right mm-hmm. so when do dudes stand up when do dudes stand up man sure.
4: truth be told can i say something sure may, sure may i say something that's one of the reasons why you sitting here i'm sitting here because When that penitentiary stuff come up and we talk about that, they ain't gonna have nothing to say. Because between me and him, them dudes ain't none of them tough. No, 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 listen. All the way across the board. Ain't none of them built like that. Not one of them. Nobody. None of them. Believe me. And we've been in the penitentiary, and I was even a juvenile with most of them cats. When I say not locking in, yeah, you'll do something to a prisoner, but you really ain't even built for that. Cause somebody probably made you up made you do that. They ain't doing nothing to the police. They ain't go through no wars like we and when we went to prison. Remember, when we went to prison, we was in there with dudes from the sixties and the seventies. And plus we was in there with practically half of the boroughs that we was going to war with. So I'm just saying a lot of these dudes be talking all that tough guy stuff. I'm telling you I ever dude they ain't built like that. None of them. There ain't no excuses. None of them. A lot of the young brothers he talking about, a lot of them, that's not rowdy-rowdy. They handle their own. They, they don't talk about it. And they dealt with it. And I know a few rappers like that. I know a few dudes out here that y'all may think he ain't because he cool. And he was cool. But a lot of these dudes talking that gorilla 1 stuff, they ain't real at all. Because a lot of them is just straight up. They ain't even built for that at all, you know. Straight up, even the real fifty, cause I'm the one that cut him. I'm just telling you. So, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot of stuff to be thrown. A lot of people want to like. Can't say nothing.
1: Right, hold on, hold on, hold on, Malik, Malik, Malik. slow down, man. man. I'm just being real. <laughs> I, I ain't. I ain't
4: like, went to Gene. You talk to my brother. I'm gonna talk real, to you next. He, 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 <laughs>
1: you guys talking like it's like you reel me into the story, nigga. Let's slow down. Not cuz
4: I like what he said, because I like he what he said a, too. No, because a lot of older guys don't say it like that. That's why I said, well said. That's my brother, but the way he put it and it's right. Because don't you know I'm waiting for one of them to come me some and stuff. cuz I know you ain't tough. But people can grow to be tough, no? No, what I'm saying, some people get tough at 30 years old, right? No. I mean, have you I never mean,
3: seen a circumstances? Story like that? I believe circumstances could change how you perceive things and how you have to handle yourself. Okay. But I'm thinking, like today in today's time, I believe that I, I believe that violence is corny. but
1: well, we're gonna get into that, and I'm gonna get to you. Give me a couple minutes, please. Mm, cool. I'm gonna get to you. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir.
3: Are we able to? You, so he said you got indicted for. You well, mean, I got indicted for five homicides. Okay. All right. And All right. Um, twenty-five still was. Being investigated. All right, let's... <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's our life story, bro.
1: The five homicides. Let's... Are you able to talk about those homicides?
3: Um, I got acquitted for all of them but one. Oh, he's, is he able to talk no, about it? No, he can it? talk about it because he
4: got acquitted for it. And he's not admitting to anything, so he can speak about whatever's there because it's alleged <laughs> on paper. So he can speak about it. And if he, the one he got convicted for, Whatever he take responsibility, he can take for. It? But far as that, he can speak about it all day, cause it's on a rap, so You accuse me of something. So if you want to speak about it, it's questions you can ask him, he can answer. right? Hmm. Yo, yeah, yo, talk man. <laughs> <right? laughs> but, but if okay, <laughs>
1: well, let's let's talk law here. Cause you seem like a smart guy. Let me let me fix myself. So, if if he was accused of it, right, and quit What's what what is acquitted?
4: Found not, Found not guilty. guilty. Found not guilty. <laughs> Meaning he went to trial found not guilty. not guilty. for those bodies. Yes. So how is he, he's not able to talk about it if no, he was found not guilty. Meaning, say like, he told you what he's indicted for. And mm. you asked about a certain murder or whatever. He mm. can speak all day. Number one, he had the minutes to all that. So he could speak about what he wanted. It's public record. Mm. He wasn't convicted of it. And he was acquitted for it. But the reason we strike that because remember, families are still alive. People are still out there. And people will always dislike. So people may try to do anything. So out of respect, for the fact, that's okay. what I mean. Other than that, you can speak about it and they couldn't do anything too. I'm just saying, uh, wanna... so are you able to say what, <laughs>
3: Go ahead. No, ask speak. speak. What
1: cause ask... these issues? Man, I want to know. No, no, okay. okay. you can okay. go, here we go speak about this, that. This, this is what. Right. Right. You go can go just on. say something wise
4: about families nah, and stuff No, no, like okay. you good. Listen. I'm just talking about the law. Go ahead and speak. Let me just oh, say, let me
3: this me say this again. Get that. out of here. <laughs> <this, this>, <laughs> no, no, Let's be real here, right? Basically what you're asking is this, right? Everything revolved around the drug trade. You know, crack, city under siege, 86, 85, 87. So it was a vi- lot of violence. I was mm-hmm. going at it with the Jamaican posses. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things came from there. Is it the shower posses? Almost? Yeah, with Delroy, Uzi yeah, Delroy. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Me and yeah, yeah. got cool, though, later. But it started, you know, we was enemies. You know? And um, I was taking it to them. And it was no let up. They tried to move in on my area right across the street from the center. Oh, yeah. yeah. and Exactly. And I had to push them back. This is my hood. I had to think, man, you know, like, you're not going to come to my hood and open up nothing. You know, that just was that. But we can go to your hood and open up everything. Oh, I gotta, come on, that. I also it so, was the truth. I was on Van Wicked 110th with Paris. And you know, I took it over. Why? Because he allowed it. He didn't push back. You got to push back, man. He didn't push back. Pray. Then, I some, then I met Wise, beautiful brother. That's my man, B-Dub is my man to this day. You know, I met Just, God bless the day. Met Bim, beautiful brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, they showed me how to like, style, because everybody thought I was from Queens. Because when I used to go out, you know, girls didn't want to talk to me because I was from Brooklyn. So I just got that Queens swag, and he was like, oh, he from Queens.
1: So, so, did, you, at, at the time, okay, let's, let's, let's get, so you were acquitted of five bodies.
3: I was acquitted of four.
1: Four bodies mm-hmm. and 25 other murders was... Un,
3: allegedly, allegedly, under the crew that we. you uh, Okay, cool.
1: So these are, and, and now what's in your mind state? Is it just to get money? Well, oh, cause I remember you said at at a time you was your mind was violent. like well, I, don't, I, I don't give a fuck. The
3: money came, bro. The money was. You just say
1: that, but you said because you basically said niggas was just paying you just to be. Cool. Nah, I'm not just saying that. I, I was. Say, I, I, had,
3: I had spots, but I'm saying that I didn't have to stick no one up. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know they knew that my word was go. Right, if I tell you I ain't have a beef with you, I ain't have a beef with you. But I never did no sucker shit like. Who who was who what? Enemy. That you had that you can give credit to that
1: took it to you. What I mean, that that, that stood day grounded. You can say, you know what? Just Uzi.
3: That's it. I don't know who that is. That's Delroy. The Jamaican yeah, guy. That was it, man. Everybody else, man, it's like they shoot back. But he was bringing it to us, too. Oh, he was? Oh, for facts. Facts. You know, come right through our hood and do what he got to do. But the thing was, it wasn't no letting up everybody else it was like nothing man it wasn't even wasn't worth talking about them dudes got you got mm-hmm. you who's he it there
1: so so okay so can we go to your brother real quick you take a break get your mind right hey, i'll come hey, back to you. you man what's up man good <laughs> how you doing all right name malik right yeah from brooklyn
4: from ocean hill I'm from saratoga not just mm-hmm. from brooklyn from ocean hill ocean hill yeah yeah, hill. Browns, the hill.
1: yeah okay See, this is what this is what we gotta go through. Forgive us, people.
3: No, nah, I gotta go through it. This the hill. They ain't from they Brownville. Make, yeah, this they this make the hill. Statement clear, right? If I tell you, ain't side, right? Right? I te- you ain't from the south side, right? No, I'm not. All right. So if I say south on, side, flip. <laughs> <laughs> Cut <it> out. <laughs> <laughs> he cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta, you gotta
1: All right, you from the hill? Follow me. Yeah. So that's your brother. So tell us about tell us your story.
4: Growing up, pretty much the same thing. Unfortunately, with me, I pretty much was just really a street young man i always gravitated toward the street even younger than them they didn't want me to do that but i was out there because he didn't say like our father did a lot of time and i'm like we had our grandmother the women in the family my mind was like i'm going out there to get me some money like i have a problem none of us had problems in school because we all finished school even in penitentiary did the college thing and all that i had a problem with being complacent i didn't like that And I went out there and did what I had to do. Unfortunately, I was robbing and stealing. And um, this last trip I did, I stuck up an undercover cop. Some old-timers put us on to this dude. He was an undercover cop, was doing security for Bingo downtown Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And me and my man, Inf, and this other brother, and this other brother who now dead, he died in prison, stuck the dude up. Unfortunately, somebody told, as a result, what we ran at, you know, I didn't want his aunt to get trapped off. So I wound up getting caught. As a result, I went to where they called the juvenile, Sparfit back then. Mm-hmm. And um, being out, I got in trouble before. Father, they couldn't get me out. So judge Reddy threatened me. So they offered me some time instead of taking, cause you know, you heard a Bostic, he changed the law. So after 77, it's like, you do a violent crime, you going upstate, so unfortunately, I got the conviction. went upstate, and went to Goshen and Cali all them other spots until my pops and came and got me up out of there. So, okay, so you robbed the undercover cop. Now, when I was very young. So, I mean, I could have did a lot of stuff, but like I said, I just gravitated towards the street. So I'm pretty much like my brother. Like, you know, we had we had family, mm-hmm. but when you see in certain things, I just, I don't know what it was, I just went out there and I was just like full speed, full head. Right? Mm-hmm. And I just didn't, I just had a problem really sitting in the classroom, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't I wasn't gonna stay there. And then I started liking the things I see. Of course, out in the street when you young, back then. So I just gravitated towards you that. You said y'all forget the same father, right? Yeah. Said your father did a lot of time? Yeah, he did He did his time. In the 70s, they did, in the 60s and 70s, that's when they was doing their bed. 80s, he went away, but that's when they did they bid, we was very young. And you know, we kids, I mean, you know, we had grandma and them, but we wanted to do what we got to do. You know, you think you're a man, you gonna go out there and get that money. And that's what I did, and I just got caught up, and I went away. And to make a long story short, they got me up out of there. And when I got out of there, the rest was history. I what you seen mean, got you my- got you up out bailed you out? Nah, or... my, my father got a lawyer, and they got me up out of there. He was like, I'm, Tired of me being up in there, I was, was going for like three and a half years or something like that, and he was like, you know, my practically my whole juvenile life. He was like, go get him up out of here. Mm-hmm. Next, you know, all I know is a counselor came to my um cell one day. It was like, yo, you out of here in twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. And next, you know, I was on the bus home. You, you mentioned something about the real Fifty Cent.
1: Yeah, what about him? Who? Mister Martin. That's
3: <laughs> what. What? Mister Martin.
1: How's his name? Kevin Mm -hmm. Moore. What what about him? I I heard about him one time on a DVD that they said said 50 (laughs) Cent took his name. What's she's laughing? I'm saying, what am I missing something? She said, they said 50 Cent took his name. Who was he? Do you know anything about him or you don't know? Anybody know?
3: I mean, like this I'm going to say this here. He had four green downtown area in a smash. You know, he was that dude. But he said he cut him. Oh, that got to do was, anything. Yeah,
4: he was that dude
3: out on the street. I like that.
4: No, that's he. You know, yeah, we was yeah, adolescents, but we shit. was kids. We was adolescents. You know, he did some foul stuff. Good dude. I cut a lot of people though. I'm just saying, in jail, like he wasn't. You know, he's he's not a bad dude, but as far as me, you know, man, listen, my brother used to save a lot of them dudes for me. As far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. okay. that's that's that with that. You know, I don't have respect for a lot of these cats, and there's a reason I don't. However, that's not to take away a person. Um, how they was in the street, because he was, you know, we was all young and he was doing his thing where he was doing it at. Hmm. I knew all of them cause I used to talk to a girl in that in that project. And a lot of them, the young ones, was locked up with me. So he was, a, he, was kid, mean, he was he was a stick up kid basically. I mean he was getting money, yeah. Down. He was he was uh he's gonna take the As money. He was. Okay. Nah he had a stick up kid for sure. That's what they did down there when they was young, like me. I knew a lot like him, Daniel Rump. Uh, uh, Baby Light, all of them. Killer Ben, mm-hmm. all, most of them. Little Wise, Jamel, all of them. they All of them dead now, but that's what they did. They stuck up, and they got their money until they started selling drugs, the ones that outlived that, until they got killed. So, and... um,
1: Did... And I don't mean to talk about him still, but did he pass away because the story the dvd i don't know nah he, he died he passed
4: away yeah He's it's like, murder man. i mean you know they know about it he got killed yeah okay i heard he got shot a lot of times and survived though they said uh, i don't know if that was true nah he got killed man he got he got killed last time they shot him up he got killed he died unfortunately he died in front of his baby but he died oh. mm. in yeah. brooklyn
3: i just think there was some mm-hmm. sucker shit to what they did to him uh, yeah i don't agree with you that you know they got somebody close to him to kill him and it just then, I don't think he deserved it. That but
1: don't don't that when you, when you get somebody close to you to like when when you see stories like that don't that don't that put like a stigmatism over who
4: you know make you watch everybody isn't that like kind of scary? I put it like this: where they was from, they did a lot of that because most of them died because somebody they knew. So it was a lot of grindiness and malice, and where they from? Where they from? The they from Green, Fort the Greene and Green. Albany projects around that area, mm-hmm. in between there. I'm just saying a lot of them, it was either jealousy or envy, or this person or whatever, and they did a lot of grimy stuff because truth be told, a lot of them wouldn't have died no telling how they could have been, but they didn't even give themselves a chance. And then you have other dudes, for example, that's my man, I love him, I'm just saying for example, you knocked him off, when I get a chance, I'm going to get you, that's how be. So you can't even knock the next man for wanting revenge of death. You, he broke bread with you. He grew up with you. What are he supposed to do? See you walking around every day after you done did this foul stuff. So you know back then, dudes was really loyal to people, whether they was in the street or in the prison. That's how it was. And unfortunately, a lot of them demise at a young age over there. It was because to me, a lot of envious and cutthroat shit. Okay. Period. You you
1: you. Okay. So l- let's let's move forward a little bit. You you went to. Juvenile, then you got back out of Juvenile, then what were you doing next? You was in the streets. I then. went right
4: with my family. Like, my father basically told me, listen, I know how you are, how your attitude was. You going, it's a, it's a line. You going to be over here or you going to be over here? You know I ain't doing the good boy shit. I'm seeing my brothers and all of them. You know, I come out, he give me this big ass chain with a big ass piece. And then you remember, I'm the youngest one. I got another little one younger than me. Mm-hmm. Well, here you go, you got a father with all this money, you got brothers with all this money, homeboys with all this money. I ain't really had to do nothing to that point. Like, just do what I was, you know, they taught me to do, which mm-hmm. was get money. So, yeah, I sold drugs and did all that and all the other family stuff that we had to take care. But I really had practically everything I want. I could drive whatever I want, do whatever I want. But when it was time for family business, we dealt with what we had to deal with. So we came up there and violated, and that's. Then remember, I'm right under him, so I'm gonna be with him. So if you do something to him, you're gonna have to do something or think about me, and it's gonna be an issue, and vice versa. So we're gonna protect each other no matter what, and we was there to protect our family. But I went there. I came with my family. I'm not gonna go with nobody else.
0: Hmm. Yo. So um, at any point during all of this, did anything happen to to y'all, or you know, anything got close to happen to y'all that made you meet? Made you want to like quit these activities, or you know what I'm saying? Like anything crazy almost happened to y'all, or any close calls that made you kind of second guess the
4: you know what y'all was doing. For me, nah, that's my family. So if I to die for them, so be it. If I wanna live happy after, them, so be it. Mm. Me and him did almost what sixty some years a piece, just me and him. Remember, me and him went to prison for our whole family. Right. So anybody know that he left. I guess if it wasn't destiny for me to die, I was going there because I'm not gonna do anything else. So I was with my brother, unfortunately, and that's what happened. So And we was together in the beginning. We was together when my father passed away in the prison, and then when it was time for me to leave, right? I was seven cells away from Mm him. He saw me walk out. So it was destined for us, I guess, to be together because a lot of our family members, like he said, our friends are either Doing a lot of time in federal penitentiary or over here in the state, dead, and most of the old timers are gone right. or older. You know what I'm saying? But most of them that was in their life, they all died. So it's up to us. So we're here to do what we need to do and right. protect our family. We just want to do it in a more appropriate manner. In a different uh, I want to
0: ask OG too. Like, did you ever think about what your grandmother might think of uh, uh, what Man, you're doing if I she was still alive? I used to allowed? think
3: about that all the time. I used to go to the cemetery every Sunday. And try to wash away that shit I did, right? <laughs> but it's funny you ask that question because right before I got locked up, I just started praying. I used to pray a lot. Mm. And I didn't know what it was. I just knew it was something that wasn't sitting well with me. So I stopped by the church one day and I was in the back. I had a gun on me and everything. And a preacher was preaching. And I thought this dude was talking to me, mm. right? But I mean, I mean, for like, Start. I started praying like around September '86. I mean, really every night, every morning I prayed. I made because I was at war. I was at war with the Jamaicans. And I'm like, yo, man, something ain't right. So I used to pray. And then that morning, it was like, I got like the February 19th, '87. That morning, it was like, yo, don't go out. My man called me from Rackenstein. He's like, yo, come see me. I'm like, yo, I'm getting ready to make a move out of state. He's like, yo, I need to see you. I'm like, all right, man. I'm going. I'm coming back. My man had a spot in the project, and the girl had somebody at the spot. So he's like, yo, I need you. I just brought a Suburban. So I went with him to move his shit. I drove right in front of the precinct. And the police was like, yo, come here, let me speak to you, Nuke. I'm like, oh, what's up? And I ain't see the streets from that day. 31 years. W- where the name Nuke come from? Oh, man. My other grandmother gave me that name. And it was like, I just exploded on the scene. That was it. I was supposed to be born two months later. <laughs> I was born <laughs> right there. So so you said you and the Jamaicans went at it, but you, you guys pretty much had... The hill on lock that yeah. was y'all turf well it was, it was my pops and them and from me always had saratoga the wild bunch that was the name of the crew the wild bunch yeah and okay me i just did you have a name a crew a crew name Ah I man why well, i need the crew i'm me that's the crew me <laughs> that's me you know i need a name for you know nuke is that's it you work for nuke that's all it is right be real. that. Yeah, <laughs> it is crazy. I, mean, what I mean, for real, man, you know, it was like, and I didn't, my thing was, you work for a percentage with me. I mm. want you to feel like it's yours as well. Mm. But I just got my little piece here, you know, able to get a spot here, able to get a spot over here, spot over here. And everybody was like, all right with it. People, were well, people, people were loyal to you? You took care of people, they were loyal to you? I mean that's all I know. You know, I don't snake people. I didn't snake you, man. Mm-hmm. If I had a beef with you, you know it. Mm-hmm. I didn't rock you to sleep. I didn't try to tell you, yo, it's all right. We ain't got no beef.
1: So so where the fuck was the Jamaicans at, at the time? Where was they at that they wanted to come on y'all turf?
3: Well, it, you know, they it was Pacific Street. It started on Pacific Street. And they had a spot, because one thing about us, you gotta have a spot on the same, but you have a spot in the same building with me. There's only one rule you let the customers go where they wanna go. Mm, okay. You don't shortstop them. And that's how I started. Dual name knows, Jamaican dude named knows, shortstopped it, and he wish he never did. That's simple. And I'm That's why ask I asked any questions about that.
1: Um, how did you know he shortstopped it? A good question. I'm right
3: there watching this shit. <laughs> oh, you know, like, oh, come on. You like, wow. And you know, it, 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 it's this, you know, it's something I always had a big thing on this, right? Because they talk different, they think that scares you. <laughs> mm. Right. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I'm serious, man. So I had a thing with Jamaicans for a long Yo, time. Look, come on, don't say that, man. Nah, I'm, I'm be honest with you, right? But it was this is what made me change. It was a, it was a dread. I used to call him Big Hat. If I had dreads since Angle, we used to have one of the popcorn hats. That shit was big too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was the coolest motherfucker in the world. He's like, no, come here, let talk to you. And another dread named Ivan. Them two made me look at him a lot different. You know, a lot differently, man, because the thing is, like when they moved, they had a store around the way. And I'm like, yo, don't let these fucking blood clots have nothing around here. They kick a fucking soccer ball and hit one of the kids. I'm shutting this shit down. (laughs) Right? I'm serious, right? So I'm tell you how devious I was. This was before I got cool with the dude. I had beef with some dudes, right? I ain't had beef with them. They just told me that calling them. It was Mm -hmm. something I couldn't hustle with my man Rome. Yeah. They said I couldn't bring Rome around the way and hustle.
4: No, I remember. So they had beef with
3: the dread. So I shot up they spot, and I came around like, yo, that was the dread." I seen them running through the lot. Mm. So I had them going at each other for a minute. That was the closest thing to some snake shit I did, right? <laughs> but see, and then this how I'm tell you how I justify that shit. It was killing two birds with one stone, and I happened to throw the stone. Well, they was going to go at them each other anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So fuck, I just lit the fire. But, you know, it's like... It was exciting, man. That time was really exciting.
1: What What age you got locked up?
3: I just turned. I was. I got locked up when I was eighteen. My first. I got locked. Up, my first time I got locked up. It was for attempted murder on the police in Jersey. All right.
1: Yo, come on. <laughs> let me let me let me, let me something up. So
3: uh, it was in front of Zanzibar.
1: I, I mean, how can I look up your name, man? Anthony
4: Jennings. Crack murder. Say what? Crack murder. Yo, yeah, slow down, bro. <laughs> you asked it? Come on, man.
1: <laughs> you do this, bro. I got to make sure I type the right name, man.
3: Oh, just put no note. Huh? No, just put no
1: note. N-U- N-U-K-E, right? Mm-hmm. Except for him, man. Brooklyn, what do I add to it?
0: So <laughs> what I do, man.
1: I see it. Breaking the crack murderers. That one, right? Mm,
3: it's one of huh?
1: them. Don't be cocky, man. Like, I'm not. you asked, man. What do you want? Magazine post up. Oh, okay. You should have did all yeah, this before, read this?
3: man. Huh? You should have did it before. You should have all this before, man. You ain't prepared, man. Nah, I'm, you know not, coming,
1: I'm not. It's right. not about not, not being prepared. You I was going to let you do it. You want to read this? Yeah, let me see that. That's the New York Times. Dude. Cool. I just want to see something real quick. Uh oh, Take it. Oh, hold on. Sweetheart. You should get fined. I see get what? I see
3: what? You should get fined can't find you're
1: me, fine. man. <laughs> See, that's the
3: problem, man. See, that's how I was. See, I, that was some bullshit. How? Because you just said you can't get fined because you the boss, right? That's how I felt. <laughs> no,
2: but
3: you was on some other bullshit.
1: was <laughs> some felt. regular bullshit. <laughs> that's how I felt,
3: though. You the boss. You could do, you make the rules.
1: Yo, what's, what, what, yo, what's
4: up with y'all, man? do you mean, what's up with us? I'm a fucking living. That's what
3: happened back then. So, tell us about the cop in Jersey. Well, it ain't start with the cop in Jersey. What happened was yeah, this. Yeah, 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 hold on. Is, okay. okay, here we go. We was is, we is out at Zanzibar. It was a club. We in the club. We had a bunch of jewelry on. And the dude was like, he acts nice. Yo, was this he said? Yo, this is real? And this one when cables just came out. He had a $10,000 cable on. He had two of them on. So the mm-hmm. dude, it started a fight. So we chilling. They pushed us outside. And the dude was out there like, yo, what's up? So the girl pulled up with the car. I had a Tech 9 in the car. And you know, I kept it in the paper bag. And dude was like, yo, what's that? You ain't got nothing there. I let that bag go. And all you hear is freeze. And I let off. And it was an a, a off-duty cop moonlighting his security in Essex County, New Jersey. And that was my first time getting arrested. I got on, uh, it was a million dollars, but it was a hundred thousand dollars bail. Mm-hmm. Then that was the first time. And then November 26th, I shot and killed the dude that kidnapped my little brother. Mm-hmm. And, um, Two months later, I got nabbed. June of that year, I got indicted on the homicides. So,
1: and, a guy kidnapped your little brother. Yeah. How did that happen?
3: <laughs> what do you mean? How did that happen? How did he? How did he Oh, he him? was one of the people that could pick him up from school. He was my pops' um, security. Why did he kidnap your brother? You trying to extort somebody. He was. He was. He did. he, he wanted money. He extorted so, who? Your pops? Yeah. Did your pops give him the money? I wasn't down with him, but I'ma say this, right?
1: He shook his head no. Like I'm say this, right? the
3: stories. I ain't conflict story. I'm gonna say this, right? No, <laughs> like, I'ma right? say, right? I'm say, right? I'm say this. Whether <laughs> he got money or not, he didn't enjoy it.
1: Why you gotta talk like that? Because <laughs> it's
3: the, the truth, right? It. Think about it. He didn't enjoy it.
4: Yeah, he was security from uh from cops. Used to pick up little man from school. Little man ain't gonna go with nobody unless he knows one of us. We couldn't go, so he went. And he did some old, some old. How nonsense. long was your brother? How long was your brother missing for? About two days. Uh, yeah, two or three days at most. Everybody knew who
3: had him.
1: Oh, everybody knew who had him. Yeah. And how long from the kidnapping? The guy
3: passed away. About two weeks. Two, yeah, no more than before the month was out. I came back to New York. I was into that?
1: And he didn't have enough time to enjoy the money. Nah. Hmm. So you let the 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 tech, go.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That was an attempt. They let you out of a million.
3: Yeah. Well, it was with the pawn. It was a hundred thousand dollars, but it was they. They um it was aggravated assault weapon charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they dropped it to. It,
1: then you then you come home. Right. Somebody else have to meet their, you know, meet 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 sleep yeah. with the fishes because they kidnapped your brother.
3: That's what, that's did, what did he really kidnap happen. your brother at all? Or he was just trying to be funny? Nah, he really didn't. And this was a gangster. He was no he was nobody to fuck with. Oh he was a fisher? Yes. Yeah,
4: he's right there. His name Cortifair. He just played himself and he found himself
3: mm-hmm. we had there. You know, and like that. Don't talk like that, man. It's not. No, I mean, don't honestly, talk like that, bro. No, nah, I mean, I don't, look, don't talk like that. I, I mean, not to talk. You to scared me, man. No, nah, it's not to scare because though. <laughs> I'm um, talking about serious. It's man. like when you look at it, right? Again, kids should have no partners. That's right. If we beef, you know, you got to beef with somebody. He ain't supposed to take it out on nobody like that. If he would have did anything else, I wouldn't have did nothing. Mm. Because he was going after some grown men. He was supposed to go after some grown men, and I told him. Don't well, fuck with the kids. That's he said dead.
1: Jennings, 21, has beaten two murder raps. Yeah, by then. I was and thinking. has been convicted on the third. This yeah. is his fourth murder trial in a year. Yeah. Four murder...
3: Yeah. On the hill. See, there you go. We ain't got So happens. we ain't got to talk about that no more, right? The hill is nah, We is already there, there right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. A, new, a regular visitor.
1: So 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 okay. So you get locked up, you go into prison. Now, how did what happened in prison? Because I know that becomes a whole new life now. Wow. Because then you know, because from 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 my man Banger Smurf text me. BK Legend reason he's the reason they call on top of the hill. Top of the hill, Brownsville. Yes. He called. He said something else. Yeah. See, well, anyway. a stick up kid. I don't know if that, uh, that was. Nah, true. I ain't
3: gonna take no money, man. I just <laughs> used to get money right. But no, um, in prison. <laughs> you know, let's go to prison. That's what you asked, right? So wait,
1: um, wait, 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 He said that somebody told on you too.
3: A couple of people told on me. He said a little fame brother told on you. That's supposed to be a secret? No, let that nah, run. I ain't no thing. secret, but it's just like Let's leave it alone. He wasn't built for that. That's it, it. You know, like I said, I want to say this, right? What the police do is foul, man. They got some little kids. They ain't had nothing to do with nothing. To talk about shit they heard in the street. And he did not hurt me. You know, I think that he was misled to make statements that he shouldn't have made. You know, he was about 13, 14 years old. And he's dead now, I wish, you know, like I wish I could have seen him, to let him know that it's nothing hard feelings because they didn't know what they was doing. It wasn't just him, it was some other little kids that they tricked into saying shit that they had no business saying. Cause they wasn't there to see none of this. You know, and the thing the day with, and it goes on today. day. Once you open your mouth, that's it. They're going to twist your words. You can't talk your way out of it. So, little bruh made a statement he shitting to me. You know? About you? About activities that happen. Because of things he heard. And I don't want to stain him okay. because he was a kid. He didn't know nobody. He wasn't in the street. You know, he used to just hang out on the block like everybody else did. You know, so. When you, when you, what, what were you, convi- did you get the, what did you, what were you, what was you convicted of? I was convicted of murdering Mr. James Baker, AKA Quarterfield with a kidnapping of my little brother, Kareem. And um, I was convicted of arson in the second degree. I blew up a building. <laughs> what's the matter? They probably think this is it. Yeah.
4: yeah, that's accurate. I mean, much. what's the
3: matter? I mean, it was, it was no, a spot. No, he can't. You know what it is, Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, See, this is what I tell ahead. you about the shortstop and shit. Yeah. My spot's the only one getting robbed in the building. So if my spot's the only one getting robbed in the building, nobody going to get no money if I couldn't get no money. How you blew it up. So right in Bushwick. I mean, it is what it is, man. I mean, like, I got convicted of it. I did it. I took responsibility of it. You know, How'd you blow it up? With gasoline and a grenade.
0: What the fuck? Oh, the gasoline? What you need the oh, gasoline
3: for? Nah, see, this The grenade could, blows up the mouth. Nah, a nah <laughs> no, it doesn't make the. See, I'm, listen, man, I gotta tell you. Teach you wanna, me, teach you me. You wanna hear the story of this shit? The funny shit about this whole thing? So I get the dudes in there working. Now, first I thought he was trying to play me. But this motherfucker came back with an eye jammy so big, right? So I said, fuck it. I told my man, yo, we can't get no money. Nobody can get no money out the building. So I take this dude named JJ with me. Remember JJ, right? hmm So I put the gasoline in the basement, all the way upstairs, all through the apartment. Now mind you, I don't I do not know that once you light fire, the gas, this shit is gonna follow the trail. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I light the fire. This motherfucker closed the door on me. Right, so I'm stuck in the spot and fire. Every room I run into, fire is coming. So I run to the window. Now, you know, brownstones, you can go up. It's like, I'm on the first floor. I'm thinking I'm on the first floor. So I said, oh, shit, the window. It hit me, the window. I run to the window. I get to the window and I jump out. There's a phone. Fall- so I go through a fallover. I think I got a 357 on me, but the nigga switched the gun on me. It was a 22 Magnum. There's a dog biting at my heels now. My pants leg got singed. So I shoot. Bap. Oh, yeah. Bap. I get the fuck. Yeah. So I run. Now, mind you, I'm running. Homie and him is in the car. B and him is in the car. So I get in the car. See where's Sneaker JJ at? Now, mind you, we in Bushwick and Palmetto. This motherfucker is on Broadway. And where, where SNA was at? That's sneaker store.
4: Oh, that's over there. Well, that that was on. That's that, like,
3: right. but yeah, but that's like ten Tor- blocks yeah, from where towards, we is at. That's
4: towards Nickelback. Now, that. how he how he
3: beat the car <laughs> this fast, right? So anyway, I I, I fucked up. I, I I flips out the window. The dog is biting at me, and I got the wrong gun, and I and I got burnt on my leg. So I get back and run away. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? So beef, beefing. I beat him up, threw him through the Chinese store window. Right now, mine it checks out. He used that, to. That run was the spot. guy that locked the door. Yeah, this nigga JJ. Now this nigga told him.
1: Now this He's nigga dead, official
3: rap.
4: Yeah.
3: I had to cop out to some shit because this nigga could yeah, his shit. Yeah, he died. So I would have got away with this shit because nobody knew me. But I had three to nine for blowing up the building.
1: Tell us so. All right, so you the dog bit your leg. Jumped out the window. The dog bite your leg. Something let off a shot. The dog. You run hit. down the block, you see JJ. Right, I
3: jumped in the car, this nigga is 10 blocks away. See him, throw him through the Chinese door window. That's when we get back around the way. I finally catch up to him. And I throw him, fucked him up, pissed with him and everything. But the point is that if we together, first you switch the gun on me. That's a no-no. Then you left me. That's a no-no. I wouldn't have left you. I would have waited till everything got out. Yeah, only so easy. he should have been dead that night
1: but wait tell me. Wait, I, I got lost a little bit because you know you're talking so riddles and but straight <laughs> <laughs> so you went to a building yes there was a uh this, you said somebody came back with a shiner. You, you felt uh, somebody was
3: lying about something. Nah, I thought he was lying at first. About what, being when robbed? They said we got robbed. OK, good. We fucking ain't like... right, mind gonna rob us.
1: So you had, he had a big shiner.
3: Nah, that's the next time. Because the first time. time, he's working off that first robbery. You still in the spot working it off.
1: Got it, working off the first robbery. Right,
3: then he came back. Then we find out he was getting robbed. He, he was, was getting, getting robbed. robbed.
1: So now what Then you say? You took the gasoline. Yeah. Uh, try to burn him in the building. Nah, I ain't burn my man. He, he said he was outside waiting for you.
3: Nah, he wasn't there. He, once, once we found out it was a legit story, that night I went to burn the building now.
1: The building of the people that robbed you?
3: The building that we was hustling, yes. Got it. So if I can't get no money out the building, no one get no money. No
1: one get out money. Him. All right, so you throw gasoline all over the place, yeah. nigga lock you. bomb. Yeah. You run it all the place, the fucking gasoline fall on you. You don't drop the shit. <laughs> all right, follow you all over the place with some old school nah. shit. You jump out the window. Leg is burnt. Dog bit you. It's like dog is on your on your ass. Yes. Somebody switched the, man switched the gun on you. Mm-hmm. Bang. Dog bounce. Facts. Hopped in the car. Yeah. And when you see him,
3: you beat him, pistol with him, throw him in a Chinese store. No, I threw him through the window because he was Chinese in the Chinese store.
1: store. Got it. Now, when did the building blow up? The that same time
3: up, when it, Yeah, at the same time with the thing. I let the grenade go, but after I got out... And it's funny, yo. Nah, it, it, yo, it nah blow buildings. No, Why buildings. Why you don't
1: blow a building for
3: man? Check this out. It's funny, man. Because look at yes, it is. Why? It Cause check this out. Look how the fucking the logic I'm thinking right. It's only but crackheads in here, right? And dope fiends. This is my logic. This is what I'm telling you. This is fucking crazy. That I had no respect for human life at that time. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. that I would. It was just money. It was just money, right? I would just put somebody else stronger in the building if that was the case. Because it was a gold mine. But in my logic, in the sick way I was thinking, that nobody getting no money. And Whoever in there staying in there, they just die. Who gives a fuck? There's a bunch of crackheads and dope fiends. But I'm not looking at them like they people. And this is what happens when you get caught up in that game.
1: Real quick, I'm reading something here. Damn. Who's Donnie Smallwood? Oh, like that. that shit pops. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Wild Bunch. I didn't know the names. I didn't know the names. I didn't know the names. This is this is this is some interesting. This is this shit is real. So when you blew up the building, the building f- came down, or just
3: nah, man, that shit they do like you see on the movies, man. That's, just, that's, what that's why I want Probably to do it. take That's what my whole reason. Now you see a building blow up. That should just blow up. Mm. That shit ain't this shit. So 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 you go to jail. So you go you go to trial. You on trial? How long you on trial for? How long the trial before? I think I was on trial for like, what the trial blew or all my trial. All your trial. I was on sound for like three years. And then you blew trial on one of them. Yeah, I blew trial. You did the flat thirty one right there? Nah, I did. I got twenty five. A three to nine, and a two to four. I got a two to four for murdering somebody in prison.
1: I heard that. I read that. I didn't want to ask (laughs) that enough. Did you get
3: convicted for murdering somebody in prison? No, I got convicted for the knife. Prison they really don't care, you know. I was protecting myself.
1: What year was that? It was
3: 1995. August 15th. Same day as the saucer was, when all that shit happened.
1: Hmm. He's smart, I know, I know, it's crazy, it's crazy. <laughs> So... Uh, mm. Mm, mm, mm. So somebody in prison, you had to uh, handle your business because you were protecting yourself. Can you tell us a story of what happened?
3: That's his story to tell. It's his fault. Well, actually, it's I his came down. Actually, I came down. <laughs> it's his fault. I'm going to tell you what happened. You? No,
4: I'm going to tell you what happened. It's his fault. Mister, I
1: got to protect my brother? Yeah. No, of
4: course. He always protect me. We protect each other. Well, what happened was, I got, <laughs> this, it went past. Uh, I got convicted for one of the murders, too. I was charged with a lot of murders for myself. I beat most of them. They dismissed the explosives and the weapons and all that, and I got convicted for killing this dude. They said, I killed this dude for robbing my dad. So they said I hit him with a Mac 11 or something. I shot him like six times. So I got convicted of that murder. Went upstate, I had to come back down for a gun charge. Now these dudes we was going to war with. So my brother done cut one of the niggas. These are all his dude, field homeboy. I done cut like three of them stabbed one of them. So they brought me down to court, the same lame ass cat here, a dude I used to take care of his girl when he was was in the penitentiary, and no, I didn't mess with her. I took care of her and his little baby because I thought he was cool. He was in jail, that's what we do. Make a long story short, I came down, they had me in the maximum security unit. Somehow this chick got me out of there and sent me to our old block, four block in HDM. It's a house detention for men on Rackets Island. It's one of the worst place you wanna be. I went inside the place. I ain't know he was in there. Nobody ain't told me he was in there. So they was prepared for war, because they already know if I see one of them, I'ma just do what I gotta do. So I went put my bags and everything in my cell. I knew something was wrong, because they never put us in back cells. We always in front cell. When mm-hmm. we get in there, we'll do that later on, because mm-hmm. you don't want to be all up front. Mm-hmm. Make a long story short, I seen him coming, cut him in his neck, and as a result, tried to stab me or basically tried to kill him and some other dude tricked me or whatever, but I was basically, I got up out of it. So they pulled the stunt. We thought the beef was over, but they just tried to maneuver, move, and try to kill me or whatever the case may be. But, you know, I was able to fight it off because I could fight, you know, and he did what he did. I got up out of it. I walked up out I got up and walked up out there. Make a long story short, he got a reversal. It's funny how things work, right? Go upstate, everybody upstate, he get a reversal. He go over there with them, which that was a bad idea. It's just some things that's meant to happen because what they did was snakers anyway. The beef's supposed to been over. So I'm seeing you. I'm thinking like I'm on point, but I don't think nothing's going down. But not forgetting, this is how I go. But it was cool. He pulled the stunt over there and did the wrong thing, and he ran into somebody, you know, and he got murdered. He wasn't prepared for that. If I had a weapon, I ain't gonna lie, to kill them. I woulda killed them. I'm be real with you, but I ain't have a weapon. All I had was my hands, so I was able to defend myself. <clears throat> so you got, <laughs> so you got charged with, with, with the weapon of that
3: murder. Um, I got charged with promoting prison contraband, which was the weapon.
1: Your man getting me tight, bro. Both of these niggas. They getting me very upset, <laughs> what bro. Why you doing? Because what's up with y'all,
4: man? <laughs> what? It is what it is, man. That's oh, how damn, people man. are, man. What so, is it? What, what is, it? is
1: it? Oh my god. So I, all right, so so okay. <laughs>
4: what's
1: going on? Thirty one years. Right. Okay. What what were you
4: convicted for again? But you, they said I killed uh, Demetrius with Mimi and said he was sticking up my father my fa- our father yeah and allegedly I called but they, said, that they, they
1: said in this article right here that your father and his crew got charged with seven murders that's other murders
4: yeah I'm just separate I just say we, it's those murders we had like four or five apart on investigation for like 25 mm-hmm. and all this other stuff did and your father him, do any time with you nah they, me and him they did the time clue. Because we ain't tell, it's obvious. They they was found not guilty and all other stuff. A lot of stuff they had to dismiss on us, or we actually went to trial and got acquitted for it. <coughs> you had good lawyers? Of course we had good lawyers. Are That's you saying
3: that? I was saying, of course. I mean, I was, was I only blew thing. the one trial, right? I only blew the one case. Yeah. Out of all them cases, so I must have had one of the best. I knocked John Gotti off the front page.
4: Yeah, And truth be told, if they ain't locked me up, he wouldn't have got convicted for nothing. Right? I, Who shouldn't have. Got for I shouldn't have. shouldn't I went to Jerry, he wouldn't have got convicted for nothing. It's my brother. But anyway, we
1: convicted. talked about that. Let's talk about the good World. stuff. Let's talk about the po- Wait, before we talk about the positive, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I want to get into positivity. Let's go. I'm living a positive life. Yeah. Before we go into there. What's that? Um, In jail. Okay. They said that Smurf told me that you were highly respected. And you were highly respected. You wanted to. I had to earn that. You had to earn that. Yeah. Was it hard in the beginning for you? Pause.
3: Because <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I had to say pause because you said some <coughs> earlier. On. No. Only. Let only... me say this. When I came to Rock sound, so I, I'm I'm true to myself. Mm-hmm. I was a little scared, right? And... um, first person I cut was a dude named Fatty. Cause he was playing both sides of the fence of this little thing. And um, Because of my crimey Pike, he was well respected. So a lot, of, and Nacy. you know Nacy? No. Oh man, he's a Queens legend. This is Dave brother, Dave McCleary brother. I heard of Dave McCleary. Okay, you know why I said kill Edward Burns, his brother. <laughs> They came and told dudes if anything happened to me, they gotta see them. So it was a little bit, you know, easier for me. He made me send my chain home and shit, Nacy. And I had my little going to fight fighter, so it was never that. I was never scared of a fight, it was just that I never been faced with situation. Jersey was the easiest shit in the world. I'm just fucking cowards. But you know, New York was a different thing. Racket Island, you hear about that shit your whole life, and it's like, yo, man, this shit is it's like, a, it's it's crazy. So when I first got there, I never forgot, I like, yo, they're gonna kill me, 'cause I had all this beef. I know what it is, but I'm if they give me a one on one, I'm gonna go. So, you know, it it turned out good. People, Robo, I met Robo there. And they always sucked me under the wing, man. It was always dudes from Queens that always was there for me, showed me the ropes. But after about six months, I said, man, shit ain't nothing, man. She ain't nothing." So it wasn't hard for me at all. I mean, that's what the Smurf said, man. Yeah. It, 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 he said that you held him down, man. You, you know. Well, I'm gonna say I held Smurf down. Smurf held itself down. He showed him love. I mean, was the one that cut him, right? And, you know, Tanar's a piece of shit. You know, Tanar and my crime, he was real tight. I used to look out for them when I was in the street. But, for the Smurf is concerned, like I said, he's a young lion, man. He came out to that yard by himself. And that right there, I respect him. He could have anything. From that point on, it was like, he was, you know, like I said.
1: He, he just walked in the yard by
3: himself. That's it, man. And knowing that people wanted to get out, and he just said, "Fuck whatever's gonna be gonna be." We walked you yard one time, and we just hit it off from there. Um, you know? what
1: was your thoughts on? Did you know Fifty? Did you know any, any of his people? Nah, That's what he I, was I knew my
3: you. I know my man right. My man used to fuck. My man was down with Geno Green, mm-hmm. right? And um, he used to be in the office with Fifty. Gino Queen's with, with the nines on the street. Right. Yeah, that so, bullshit. Just, yeah, right yeah. <laughs> so he was down with them, and he, you know, got him and Nails grew up, and that's how he got in there through Nails. <laughs> and he was around them, had conversations with them and shit. Mm-hmm. And a problem he wanted to get in good with Fifty. You know, he felt that this was the way to get in good. Did Fifty really say? Did they, somebody that, yeah. Bob, Bob,
1: allegedly? Did it did they say they want to make Smurf bit
3: hard for him? They wanted to make Smurf bit hard, but Smurf Smurf wasn't going for it. I mean, he knew coming to Schwanka, just like he knew in Sing Sing, that wherever he go, he was gonna be faced with problems. And that boy came out to that yard, ready to do whatever had to be done. He seek me out, we talk, we hit it off. He's a good motherfucker. You know, and um Positive time. Yes. Let's go. You know what I just
1: got I got an idea though too. I wanna do something. Um I wanna uh, I got an idea, man. I wanna sit down and talk to you as far as uh have you come up here, but you know, just you know, She's got an idea, man. She's actually about certain things, certain topics, and okay. see your input. You know your your your, your input yeah. on it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know you're a little older now. So I'm a traveling, maybe wearing tail on your body, but you know we can figure it out, right? <laughs> I got I got what what? what? All like, you know
3: what now. You say I'm like, what? I mean, see, you know, I just you know I just came home, right? Mm-hmm. And I was, and I was around a bunch of young guys, and they used to be like, yo, you old heads this, you old heads that. The thing is, you gotta live to get this age. See, that's the key. See, he gonna talk that, he gonna talk that fly <laughs> shit. No, I mean, he's talk that fly talk. Right? I'm not ready for tour. that. All see, cool now when you talking about the wear and tear, right?
1: I was just, yeah, yeah. You don't see my, my lady in? Yeah. That's your lady? Yeah.
3: Thirty-three years old. I'm, 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 I got it. I'm like nineteen. <laughs> uh,
4: <four>. man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey! I don't oh, hey. hey.
1: hey. know what's going on, man. Hey. hey! Okay. All right. All right, man. Don't be cocky like that. What's wrong with you? man? <laughs> <laughs> yo, we've been down for 31 this, years. My
4: nigga, have to have Yo, yo motherfucker's still platinum, strong, big. This platinum,
3: man. This Nah, <laughs> oh, no, I just true. have an idea.
1: I just think that. I think that. Um, action. I think if we could sit down and talk. You know, have you come up here and um, just talk about uh, just 15-minute segment or no, 30 minutes. I mean,
3: we, we sit down and talk about it. Different, different, so Let's well, talk about Let's get it. to what I really came in and talk about. Yeah, let's talk about some positives. Yeah, my redemption. Okay. Right? Um, mm-hmm. Start going now in Brownsville through the Brownsville Think Tank Matters organization in Brownsville mm-hmm. that I'm a part of. Um, I'm part of day two, which the sister could tell you more about. And, and the, the thing about day two is right on the block where I buried a couple of Jamaican dudes. So, <laughs> and I'm saying that in the sense that it comes full circle. Because the first time I went into a DFY was Crossroads It was right across the street where I actually got apprehended at in front of the precinct. The same block. So, like, full circle. And to be a part of something in a neighborhood that I was part of the genocide, to be a part of something positive, is such a great thing. You know, that community only knew me is a violent individual. Now they gonna see the positive side. So what are we the doing? The guy that I was supposed to be. Well, one of the things is the reentry program. It's gonna offer also job training um, substance abuse anger management which is the portion that i am be teaching about you know um, there's a whole host of things that we're getting together is it ain't started yet but it's in the process the um brownsville think tank same thing they offer job training legal counsel um substance abuse incredible messengers. We go into schools, we go into the crossroads. Right now, we're in the projects on um, the Boulevard. And we talking to them. We just had a dialogue about Nipsey Russell and his death, the cause and the effects of it. But the thing is about giving back, letting them know that you can learn from my poor choices. Because I didn't make mistakes. I made a bunch of poor choices. And the thing that I like to stress is that I'm not a product of my environment. Because there's a lot of good people in my environment. I'm a product of my poor choices. That's real. You know, I think that people use that environment thing as a crutch. Because I got you two young brothers. Y'all doing positive things, right? Right. No matter what, y'all a platform here to give people this opportunity. You know, so it's about. I want my legacy to be someone that changed people. I did it in prison. Once I educated myself, I was able to get through brothers like Bangum and a lot of these other brothers that Bangs, that's, you know, they respect me. The homies respect me, the Crips respect me, the Latin Kings respect me. Everybody respect me because I respect you. And that's what it's about. If we respect one another, and we can stop a lot of this nonsense in our communities. Mm. I have to respect you as a 31-year-old young man. Right? I can't, I shouldn't look down upon you because you might wanna wear your pants off your butt, you know, or tight jeans. I'd still be wearing baggy jeans if it was up to me. If it was up to me. OG
1: Nu, chill out, man. No, I'm
3: serious though, right? My jeans is kinda of tight right now. Right? <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm being honest I with you. How do you a 33-year-old? <laughs> I can't buy my own
1: clothes.
3: (laughs) So, you know, I I mean, if she let me dress myself, I might look like an Easter egg right now. But the point is, right? You're my little brother. You could be my son. And that's how I got to see you. And I have to talk to you, not at you. We have to have this dialogue. And I think that's what's missing in our community.
0: Yeah,
3: definitely. See, one of the things that I've learned that. Whatever resources I have, I try to pass them on. Well, I keep it, I can't leave with it. I have to pass it on so you don't do the same things I've done, right? So they say about, this thing with Nipsey um, Hustle, right? I see it in, in a different light. I love the fact that he gave back to the community mm-hmm. and was there. he was there. He went back, he was. Dead. He didn't just send money back, he was there. he was in the fold. But when you, when you change it for positivity, right? I'm not going to call you out your name. Whether you told on somebody. It doesn't matter to me, meaning this. That I'm just not going to mess with you. I'm not going to do nothing around you for you to tell on. I'm going to let my man know you ain't no good. Right? But. When we change our life, we have to change the way we think. Not our principles, not our morals, but our morals should never change. But our principles change daily, right? And if we know people is no good, we should keep them away from us because they can contaminate that next person. We say, "Don't snitch," but yet when he got killed, the community was out crying for people to send in tips. So what are we gonna do? What are we doing? We 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 telling, or we not? Right? Charlemagne said it best. That dude should have got handled. He shouldn't even never made it to prison because he took a king from us that was doing something positive. He changed his life around. But the male ego is what caused this man his demise because this cat couldn't handle the truth. Right? He couldn't handle the truth. He informed on somebody. He knew what he did. So when this man refused to let him in his circle, in his establishment, why wasn't that enough? Why couldn't he just take that They say I'll go spend my money somewhere else. Mm. Right? He couldn't. But then the the, the young man, me and Nipsey, put this dude on blast. And this is the thing that we have to understand as a people, man, is that when we got people like this that's come back and want to do good, why are we not protecting them without all? Why are we not? Why does this man have to lose his life? We use we we lose young kings every day, over nonsense. So now it took this young man's death to put a face on it. So now we gonna let his memory go and just after a month and say, okay, it's back to normal. Or are we really going to? As you see all these hashtags on Instagram and all this rest in peace and they're going to do something positive, we're going to continue to let it go. Right? Or we're we going to let it go after a month. We ain't going to hear it no more. Then what justice are we doing that man? Mm. <laughs> then this dude wins. That killed him. This dude wins. If we just let it go. If we just let his death go in vain, he wins but it got to go in all the communities. that we lose, we lose young brothers and sisters every day to senseless violence. And here's a man that tried to stop it. Here's a man that really wanted to make a change in his hood. And that's the example that we all need. And we can do it one step at a time. It may not be as big as he did it. But you're giving a young artist an opportunity to come up here. She's getting ready to give young men and women an opportunity in the community to get an OSHA card, to get some computer training so they can go out in the workforce. A CEO right here of Nation Vodka, her own podcast. And it's growth to see this happening. So we have, we should support each other. You want to stop the bit, That thing on um, Let's Not Buy Gucci. Because they had a noose on some clothing, shit. They don't even hear about that no more.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Now people back in go wearing Gucci, right? Let's be for real here. Mm-hmm. So is this gonna be a hashtag? This young king's death is gonna just be a hashtag. Okay, we 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 forget him after a month, or we gonna really celebrate this man's life and live his vision? Cause he said, yo, we shouldn't answer to. These clowns, as soon as a clown say something, I'm on Instagram beefing with them. So let's really make this man's death (coughs) something other than the tragedy that it is. Let's celebrate him. Let's build from this, man, so we can save these young brothers and sisters. And that's what we need to do. Not just for a month. You know, exactly. Going. For, for now and, on. And this is why Forever. I changed my life, man. For that. Not to see things like this happen. Because when you speak to these young men and women, you be like, damn, these are some intelligent kids. right?" But as soon as they go out, they banging. Because this is who shows them the consistency. It's a perverted sense of love. right? I tell you I love you, but I give you a gun to tell you to go out there and put some work in. But I'm not saying, okay, you got this vision of this podcast, right? How much do it take to get this started? Why is we not, as a community, chipping into your dream to see that it come true? Mm -hmm. And that's what I believe that we're missing, that we don't support one another. At all. Big facts. You know, how many young brothers and sisters got clothing lines that we support? What's your friend, Brooklyn, the bus, right? In okay. Culture Fest, right? But if it was Summer Jam, we wouldn't even have to be up here, right? Or what's the other one, Powerhouse,
2: mm-hmm.
3: right? Thing, uh, made in America.
2: Right? Yeah.
3: But this is corporate America's doing. But well, we support all that. But you can't support your brothers and sisters' vision because they still got us in that crab-in-the-barrel mentality, right? Here it is. Big boy ain't got a platform. Y'all got some. When y'all going to be on their show? Bigging this up. But they want to talk about what Kodak Black said. Instead of teaching him, mm-hmm. teach him what he did was wrong.
4: And you don't have to do it out here like that.
3: Right? We got to teach. This is how we teach. yeah. yeah. You don't tell your child, you tell him his fire is hot, right? So now you made me curious. So when I got burnt, I'm like, oh, shit, this shit is hot. <laughs> but you didn't just, you, you, after you spanked me, you told me why you spanked me. Right? right? We just spanking these kids out here and ain't telling them why. Right, we turn our back on them.
4: You got to know what he did wrong. Right?
3: And that's the thing, man. That's the thing that when you have these platforms.
4: If that was wrong.
3: You know, what made me was that negative shit. That's who I was. Who I am now is because of that negative shit. Because I realized that I didn't value my own life. So how can I value yours? That's why it was so easy for me to pull a trigger on another man that looked like me. I didn't kill no white man. I didn't. Kill the dude who looked just like me he was going through the same pain and suffering I did. Because at that time, we felt there was no other economic means in our community. So this is what we knew. So this is what we gravitate toward. What you show me right here today, you two young brothers, all you brothers in here, show me that it's other ways. It's, this is a hustle. I know how to hustle now. I go to work every day or every day, I'm a subcontractor for NYU. I go in the communities, whether they pay me or I a volunteer, I'm there. Because it feel good to help someone. It feel good to reach back. And that's what we have to do, reach back. Because when I grew up, a village took care of me. I want to be, because nobody, anybody tell you it's gonna be okay. When I came home, yo, you're going to be all right. Man, you know how many times I wanted to go on the streets and get some money, man? (laughs) You know, keeping it real. And everybody expected me to come home and hit them streets hard. Let me tell you something, man. It wasn't a hard choice not to go hit them streets. It's so easy when you know that you get a million dollars for helping someone. I felt like a million bucks knowing when I help someone, uh-huh. know I help someone get a job. So you know that's what it is, man. So, I I, I,
0: I have a question for you. So, at, take me to the time when you knew that it was over. You know, like when, when you knew, like what, what day or what person spoke to you, and you kind of felt like, all right, this is this is the you know. I'm sure. I'm sure you. Were, you, were, you were. You were. You were in the incarcerated, and you still was probably wilding at a certain point. But then it was that that one day, that one person you spoke to. I'm gonna
3: tell you. Is is. I mean, is that epiphany? Right. That's what you asked me. It was when that knife went in that man that I killed. That's when I knew right then and there. If this is the only way, I know how to resolve conflict. I'm fucked up.
2: Mm.
3: I was in. I was in SHU. Elmira Correction facility. And I ain't speak for 30 days. And I was next to a brother named Jose Harris and Mario Machete. And they ain't even know it was me. For 30 days, I wouldn't talk. I ate very little. I drank the water and the juice they gave me. And then I just said like, yo, I need to clean myself. It a Saturday. I said, yo, Zay, I need the um stuff to clean myself. He's like, yo, turn your light on. Yo, when you came here? He said, yo, you the crazy motherfuckers right there. So basically, I went in my cave, right, like Moses did and like Muhammad did, to do some soul searching. And from that point on, I said I would never harm another black man. And I haven't physically hurt anyone from that day on.
1: Why did you laugh?
2: (laughs) Why did you (laughs) laugh?
3: I ask you a question.
1: I don't know. Are We laughing at the OG like that. What's up? Did tell something that you want to tell us? Yeah. He hurt you he
2: hurt you mentally. No, you know what it is. <laughs> you know
3: why I think she laughed? Because she told me one day, she said, Yo, I see you just turn it on and off. Like, what did you say that day? Exactly. I
1: could tell though, oh, man. Nobody fall for it? those tricks that you got. Nah, actually. I, think, I think that you, I, you know, I think that I think that you're more than uh, <clears throat> your credentials is more than enough to teach the youth, and I think that they'll listen. I think that's a, yeah. a great path. I mean, sure. you know, <clears throat> you listen. I didn't do as much as I didn't do nowhere near nothing you guys did. I'm on positivity and and helping to uplift the people. You know what I'm saying, and I think that you're you're more, you know, more than qualified enough to. Leave the youths and stuff. But I tell you to turn it off and on. You can see it. I mean... that's soft talk don't mean nothing. Nah, hey, man. How I, you doing, man? Welcome to the one You C1, know,
3: huh? see, like... WBLS. No, right? Honestly... Nah, see, you know, I have to bury Nuke, right? And I had to raise Anthony up, or as the Muslim brothers call me, My suit. And um, it's like... We have to bury it. We have to put that aside.
1: Damn, I had an idea, man. Damn, he's married all the
3: uh,
1: way? Is he? Mm. No. OK. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 off camera, I definitely, I definitely want to talk about the idea but, that okay, I
3: OK, can we talk about culture facts for a minute? Let's do it, please. Right. Yes, yes. Can we let the sister um, Yeah, of course. Because she'll take like. You finishing the phone? Just said. before. Let me, shout out. You were talking. Oh, <laughs> let's let's go. go. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Do you switch places
1: a little Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Smart. My man right here, my man right here, my man, my man right here, I don't trust you,
5: man, I like you, but I don't. Nah, nah, you can trust me. Trust that's right, he's from up the me. hill. You, <laughs> nah, you, you come know, up man. the hill one time, you're good forever.
0: All right, so Culture Fest, what's up? Talk to us.
5: So yeah, well um, Culture Fest is the, um, the okay. concept and idea of creating the opportunity for us um, to celebrate, evaluate, um, and reiterate what it is that we are as a culture without having someone come and buy it and incorporate it. Um, culture Fest was spawned from the concept of uh, Shabaka Shakur, and um, he created an opportunity for all of us to be a part and and play a part in um what we do and and the culture. So RMG is an organization that um Comes to bring events with purpose, mm-hmm. right? So Culture Fest is on 420 in Williamsburg or 99 Scott 420 Street. Is, mm-hmm. is it a smoking day? Is it a smoking day? It's a national day of rebellion, right? It's a it's a national day uh, of 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 rebellion. Uh, well, that's,
0: that's I don't you, know. You
5: you know, it's funny because when we just, when we took on 420, mm-hmm. right? Um, the origins of it are not necessarily clear, um, but we've we've definitely had a lot of backlash on 420, and it's been seen derogatory, but Woodstock is celebrated.
1: Yes, that's true.
5: Okay, so um, you know, what, what is happening right now across the nation is that um, the legalization of marijuana is occurring, um, but what is happening is that the people who naturally, the culture um, that was involved in that are being pushed out, and major corporations like Philip Morris, and Altria are taking over the market in terms of uh, marijuana's growth, production, sales, and so forth, because now it's being licensed um, in a manner that we are excluded from participation but there are several several hundreds of thousands of minorities that were put in jail um incarcerated have permanent records couldn't get jobs couldn't get uh their children back you know because of the league the illegal um component of marijuana and now it's legal but how many lives have been ruined um by the the illegalness but it's okay now because now they discovered that it's a way to control it. But the culture of marijuana is now being perceived as positive. It helps with autism, it helps with seizures, it helps with cancer. But when we were using it medicinally, it was corrupt. We were um, drug abusers. It was So Culture Fest is about the celebration of us as a culture. We don't need for you to legalize who we are. We don't need you to say it's okay. We don't need you to bottle it, brand it, market it. We're celebrating ourselves at Culture Fest 420, um, 99 Scott Street. This is an annual event. This is our first annual event. Okay, Um, so
1: people gonna be smoking weed in Williamsburg? (laughs) I mean, we're
5: gonna be enjoying the culture.
1: And join the weed. Man, I know. Like, <laughs> oh, yo, OG, don't look at me like
3: that, man. Nah, I mean, y'all want to come out and y'all do y'all don't show. Don't look it. at me like that. Don't
1: look at me like that. I mean, I mean don't we, we don't we don't smoke, so. It is, I don't, you know smoke, don't smoke either. Y'all gonna come to the culture
4: fest thing?
1: Well, well I'm, 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 trying to, I'm trying to. I, I have ideas. I'll try to sway him into something. I'm a businessman
5: Well, well, you know the thing about it is that um, I'm not a smoker. That's not my thing. But I am. revolutionary I am a person who believes um, that we all should have equality and equity in our systems that we built and and produced Um, I am a creative being and I respect other creative beings Um, you know so I'm not necessarily a drinker but I'm not against going to the bar you got to meet people where they're at and I think that's important to be able to connect with with your radio audience um, with with the youth that need support to not be gang members to not be in the streets to not be murderers see because there's something that's a catalyst to those behaviors but if there's not something to counteract it then how do we manage it so yes marijuana can be medicinal it could be um enlightening it could be relaxing it could be a lot of things but it also could be ad- addictive in in a, in a way but who's meeting people where they're at to identify the difference right right so culture fest is gonna look like everything enjoyable about new york city it's a day party it's a night party it's a concert it's afro b going joanna Joke, right, it's, it's 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 Funk Master Flex hitting and dropping bombs. It's the young and up and coming artists. Gangtivity will be there. They're like the black rock rock stars of rap. Okay, like they're they're like Nirvana of rap. Like they're rock stars. You know, you got um Jimmy Tense, You know, smooth kind of brother. You know, it, it's a lot of different energies going on. You got Protect Your Heart. We'll start their uh, documentary there with Uncut. You know, um Voodoo will be there. Who does all the big biggie posters they'll be doing live art you're gonna have vendors there su- supporting our businesses we gotta support our own businesses you got to have food there it's gonna taste like new york it's gonna smell like new york it's gonna look like new york you're gonna hear new york and you're gonna see the culture and it's gonna come from the people who made it not the people who stole it
3: come on <laughs> man she just broke it down <laughs> crazy I just,
0: she got she cool man yeah so for those who want to support the the oh, culture first yeah. let, them, let them know how they can you know yeah. take on. own yes 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 so, so you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, listen good. listen This they from up the hill let me tell y'all
5: yeah no smoke that's it y'all coming y'all coming up to day two Y'all got to come up to the, the day two oh, multi-purpose oh, 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 center. Okay. And y'all got to come chill in the hill. Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm coming to the hill, man. If I'm invited, I'm going to come to the hill. That's right. I'm trying to do
5: business, man. <coughs> I got an idea. I'm serious. Yeah. Hey, y'all, I'm no. invited. You, invited, oh,
0: Sam,
5: you invited. You invited.
0: So like is, I said, for man. those who want
5: to Isn't come out to Culture a, Fest, is, is, is there like tickets different. or anything like that? Yes, yes, yes. So um, you can get your tickets at uh, www.CultureFestNYC.com. You click the uh, the link, and you're going to see RMG Presents, and there'll be a link for tickets. Um, you put Say the again? promo. Where you get
1: the tickets
5: from? You're going to get the tickets from www.CultureFestNYC.com. It'll be RMG Presents. You click the link. And then you're gonna put in the promo code Queen Charisma. That's me. Uh, Four twenty. Uh, Four twenty. Um, or you could DM me um, at Charisma underscore the underscore the Queen, and I will get you tickets in your hand.
1: Cool. See? see? You know, I'm not that mean, man.
5: Eh? You the bomb. I'm not that mean. You're you're a marketing monster right here. I see you.
1: Well, you know, I just try to. <laughs>
0: business
1: together there you man, go, man. That's I got right. for OG Nuke man
3: that's All right, well, that's you know that's then right. we got um the vodka talk about Nation it. vodka that's right. you said Haitian
0: vodka
3: nation oh nation. I
1: want this nation you see you got a problem with Jamaican <laughs> <there yet>? <laughs> <laughs> the Nation, just, I love, I love. nation you, vodka can, okay you have your vodka come yeah. you want us to say it for you yeah, come on speak. Nation vodka nation vodka. Nation, vodka nation vodka, vodka. Now, Happy hour is what, 5 o'clock?
0: Yeah, that's
3: my dad, after work type vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy hour Any down. hour with, it's a, happy hour with vodka. hour nation, it's, man. Yeah, yeah, it's happy. it's right happy hour somewhere. Yeah. yeah, but happy hour, don't say all day. Happy hour is at one specifically so so after I work. you no, gonna
1: argue with that, man? That's what I'm I'm sorry, sorry yeah. Hey, I do a lot, just like, shit It's usually after work, though. It's after work, though. It's being that I'm here, my book should be out next month, so i will make sure
4: y'all get it Tell me about the documentary.
3: documentary,
4: too?
3: He different,
0: man. Oh the the is you different bro. you, got swag about you, man. Yeah. I I I got a
4: book, but it's raised by the system. They doing the documentary. In fact, on the 19th, they got to come speak to my brother and other family members that mm-hmm. wasn't able to speak before, like my oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them. Two of them don't want to talk, but the okay. oldest one, she would like to speak, especially the time. She grew up. When I was in prison. Okay. So she got a lot of feelings. She wanted to get out. Mm-hmm. She wanted to speak with them. Now my brother out. they can speak with him and my other little brother that he wanted to he hear a few words he wanted to speak about. But they almost finished the book. It's going to be a book, but it's going to be a different kind of book. It's funny. He's going to be dealing with art as well. Okay. So when I get a copy, I'll make sure y'all. Have what year it. you came I'm on? I appreciate that. I came on 2014, September the 9th.
3: Oh, yeah. I came in September of this year.
4: That's
3: right. Wait, this- That's right. Yeah, That's right. You just came
5: home? That's oh, right. <laughs> That's right. Yo, what the- <laughs> I don't I don't think y'all understand the the <laughs> gravity of what's in the room with y'all. I really don't think y'all, you know, they have such a smooth disposition. Mm-hmm. You you can't really capsulate the gravity of these two men sitting in this room. You know, I've had the honor and the privilege to be in the room with sometimes over 130 years of incarceration. Mm-hmm. And each one of these men have the most genuine spirit about changing the narrative and what has been happening. It's amazing to know that there are people that actually not just made it through incarceration Mm -hmm. but mentally the deterioration that, that the ploy that's done in the prison industrial system, what they do with the food, what they do to your spirit, what they do, they treat us like animals in that that we are enslaved okay slavery didn't end it just became prison right so to come out of oh, indentured servitude right, slavery say, right. and to have the mindset that you've been out of incarceration for nine months and you are speaking about positivity change given given the the uh support encouragement you know um uh, malik is, is his story is so dope, there's no need to even scratch on the surface. You might as well just leave it alone until you're ready to deal with it, okay? Because I, 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 every time he walks in my office and, and just sits with me, I just feel like, what what is he about to tell me next? What, what possible story that I can't fathom is about to come out um, of his mouth? And me being sometimes the only lady, you know, I'm the first lady of day two. I'm the first lady, RMG. And sometimes I'm in the room with all men. And, you know, the stories that come from them could make any person, you know, a hard grown man would shrink and be like, OK, salute and walk out the room. But the fact that their spirits are so genuine and so um, filled with the, the, the redemption, like, uh, Nuke said, it's it's uncomparable. And I think that we are, we're at a pace where, you know, a lot of guys are coming out of incarceration. And the surprising thing is that they're not coming out on um, worse than what they were. They're coming out with a reformed mind and spirit that's ready to change this, that's ready to say, you know what, enough of our people going through this. Let's create economic systems that we become our own soundboard and 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 you know, even with the way that they're coming out of prison, I think what has been like ten of y'all that got out exonerated, clear records.
4: Yeah, and, and they, oh well, I'm still working on mine as well. My 440 is there. so after that's done, I will notify y'all as well because uh, this is my main getting reverse on that.
1: But this is why I mean, you said that you know, this is why the the the, the, the love is organic and is natural because, you know. Not necessarily knowing the stories, but willing to learn and and and, and vibe and understand. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that these men, you know, all of you came in here with, with with great energies and a wonderful spirit. And I can't fathom what these guys been through, but I, I'm willing to learn and understand. And and, and, and you know, just Let stay me focused. Just
3: say this, not because we're willing to learn. It's three brothers that have been real instrumental to me. Right, and is one. He's the one, the CEO of the Culture Fest. Mm-hmm. Wrongfully convicted, he got exonerated. Brother Shabaka Shakur. Then there's another brother that's <clears throat> helped brothers get home. Derek Hamilton. Mm-hmm. You know, wrongfully convicted, twenty-seven years, got um, exonerated. exonerated. Then is my brother Shakur. Davis uh, um, is, right. Devon is, and he's the um, CEO and founder of Stay Woke Clothing. And this brother did 23 years for something he didn't do. Mm-hmm. All these brothers was wrongly for convicted. I did what I did, and you know, I did it right. And to be <clears throat> a convicted of something you didn't do, mm-hmm. and the loss that they had to sustain, mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't compare to my you know I deserve everything I got in there, but these brothers, and all three of these brothers give back, and they give job opportunities for people mm. coming home and everything. So it's stories, man, that if you really want up, to man. sit and talk to these brothers. I mean, yeah, I do that, you know, and they can give you like to Like I said to me, it's like I, I take responsibility for what I've done, but to be wrongfully convicted. Do that. and to go through what they went through and to be in the spirit they is the one to give back yo man it's amazing Mm-mm. and these are the brothers that i'm around
5: because ultimately you know um we can <coughs> want to do all the good work we want to do we have our nonprofit. we we're 501c3 a day two but where are the resources coming from? And what's the cost of the government funds that are connected to some of these resources? Because once the government gets a hold of you and says, all right, we're gonna give you this grant, but you gotta sterilize the women in your community. You just soldier people out for the sake of nonprofit work. Culture Fest is a vehicle that produces income revenues and profits that we can use to do the work to help the people. We don't need people dictating to us how to help our people. Nobody knows our story better than us. Mm So we need to be involved and engage and, and and be supportive. Even if you're not a smoker, come to Culture Fest. You're going to see some art. It's not an environment where you're going to be bombarded with smokes. We're professionals. I have master's degrees over here. I'm not going to put anybody in an environment that's uncomfortable. We have to create opportunities that generate income and resources for our people to give back because it is is unnecessary for as much money as the black community has and spends for Mm -hmm. us to continue to support businesses that are outside of our um, area, Mm -hmm. outside of ourselves, that's not going to give back to ourselves. So RMG present gives directly back to organizations like um, Day 2, organizations, you know, like the um, Brownsville think tank, you know, man up. Um, these organizations, you know, Walmart. It, it's it's a lot of a lot of organizations. Um, Gym Star clothing. It's a lot of organizations that. Um, need the resources but we're not necessarily allowed the opportunity because of barriers with education because oh you gotta have this qualification and that qualification now day two is qualified 100% we got clinical social workers you got me MPA you got we qualified we got case acts we're good but we don't want nobody controlling what we do we know that if a woman is battered and beat she doesn't want to travel to the Metro Tex from Brownsville with a black eye she needs to be able To be seen right on dean street Mm -hmm. we know that if a brother is struggling with drugs and alcohol he doesn't want to talk to the guy who never struggled with drugs and alcohol come right to dean street because there's somebody that's going to be there for you we know when you come out of prison you can't relate to somebody sitting behind a desk talking about oh you gotta go to the substance abuse and the anger management and you don't have a substance abuse issue you don't want to talk to them about substance abuse, you don't have that issue. But you will come to day two and talk about the anger and talk to Nuke because Nuke is the epitome of a person who's overcome anger and aggression. And you want to be able to look at somebody that you saw behind the wall and see them change their life and say, you know what, I could change my life too. Give a preferred alternative future. None of these agencies and organizations that exist under the confines of the, you know, the government, the city, offer a preferred alternative future. You're met by rude city workers, who don't have no intent to help you. They got a union job and they're gonna collect their check. No disrespect, I love the union, buy a ticket to the Culture Fest, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, the motivation is different. The motivation with us is grassroots. We're motivated to help the people because we are the people. Mm.
0: So for anybody that's coming home now or you know, or that's tuned in and going through stuff or how did they contact you for, 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 for on day two?
5: Um you, Instagram again? Instagram is charisma C A R I Z M A underscore the Queen. Oh, underscore underscore the Queen. Um and uh as far as day two, uh you can go to the website, um, which is wwwdaynumber day number two, M as in Michael P is in Paul, C as in cat dot org, or you can stop by twenty ninety nine Dean Street between Howard and Saratoga up the hill and somebody from the hill gonna be in there. You
0: don't need no an appointments anything. If, if you just felt like you wanna just, you know, you're gonna do something, you wanna just pop in there to get, that, get if the If I'm show. there, you pop in. Okay.
5: You know, That's um, if, if I'm there, you pop in. Um mm-hmm. if if I'm not, you know, call, leave a message, send an email, send an inquiry. If you wanna give some money and send a donation, it'll be tax deductible, hit me up. Um, email me at C Foster at day number two MPC. .org, I'm here to receive all of that. Absolutely. Well,
1: <clears throat> this is good. This is good. great. This is good. I think we got a classic episode. We are putting out the oh first, you know, you know what clip I'm gonna put out first? You know, we put out clips. We're gonna talk about that. The first clip of uh, this week, of this episode, man. I mean, it's, it's not, a lot. It's a lot. Uh, we wanna thank you guys for coming in.
3: Thank, thank you for you, man. having us. We wanna
1: talk thank to you, you in a little bit. Um, I think that uh, I'm definitely, as a businessman, my mind starts to spin. I'm young, wet. I want to do a show with OG Nuke and his brother.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Just asking them topics and just having them in fifteen seconds, once a week or you know, twice a month. You know what I mean? You know, I think that uh, very informative their view on things is dope. Scenery gonna be a little different though. You know what i Of see. course. You know my works a million times, but <laughs> I think that I learned a lot today. And um, for sure. I want to thank Smurf for even making the connection, man. And um, I want to do a part two. Yeah. Man. Man, I'm gonna do a part two, of May with these people, these wonderful people. I think that uh, Malik's story, we have not touched the surface yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to do a part two, so that's where I want to go with it in May. Space so will set it up if y'all can. And, um, but sign out, man. I'm sorry.
2: Nah,
1: I just I'm, my mind is working. Nah, yeah,
0: I'm 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 thinking my little old stories and you know everything they said tonight. So I'm I'm still like, just I'm, I'm taking everything in. Man. You know what I'm saying this is real. And I I think I think um a lot of a lot of young dudes that's tuned in need to really pay attention to to to, to, to what the game used to be. You know what I'm saying? We got to get back to that because you know, I, I I'm I'm not you know, um, we ain't the same age, but I come from the era of, you know, people that have a lot, lot more respect in the streets, and you know, and, and the word gangster and the word thug and things like that were were um, a little, uh, um, defined a little differently than they are now. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I don't I don't respect a lot of the. The, the gangster stuff now, and what they call gangster now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I respect more how, how you speak about the way you, you moved about things, and you know, even though they, they weren't all positive, but yeah, he, he moved, he moved a little crazy. He moved crazy, but I, but but I respect what, what it is. If you, like you say, if you're in the game, you're in the game. You know the grenade was so a bit much. It's, it's well, different.
4: You know, one of the reasons I touched on something, I, I did this. Well, this is for y'all. I mean, way, I just want to share this. With and I brought this up. Um, okay. oh, and like I brought. Th- yeah. All right, no, I know why you gave it to me, but it's really, you know. Well, I mean, you, talk anything, you, I you what's <laughs> talking? I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. as far as um, what I was saying before about when we was talking about prison stuff, or even in the street, about people who be coming up here, whether they rappers mm-hmm. or so-called street cats and all that. The reason I did that because in my time of incarceration. And when I came home, even before my brother came home and I'm doing work, like he said, i pop up in any of them organization. And I even, between, I even was working in the city council due to our family. Mm-hmm. They had me speaking at speaking with these young people. And a lot of them is fallen a lot of this. I call it junk, a lot of this mess that they be falling. Whether it's gangs, whether it's so-called tough guys, whether it's ex mm-hmm. whatever. My thing is like this, you saying this, but yet, I can read and I can see and I watch interviews and you doing something different. To me, I don't have a problem with Sposling because I know you ain't been through all that. And a lot of you dudes playing games because a lot of these young guys, and even we go to clubs, they follow that because I have conversations with them and I ask them certain things. And they come out and say certain things and I'll be like, man, this is a damn shame. This This is what you really know. This is what's really going on, OG. And I'll be saying to myself, you really think that's cool? And they explain to me why they felt it was cool. Some of them is not with it no more, but a lot of them are. So this is what you get. Like when he was explaining about the brother Nipsey. You get certain people around, or even other people around. Instead of them teaching them, what happens? They wind up doing something real silly for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right? As a result, somebody do what? Get killed. Wind up going to prison. Wind up getting hurt real seriously because of this nonsense. And you fall in when you ain't really fall in anything. Because he's not really that person. Mm. And a lot of that needs to be exposed. So to me, that needs to be touched on and hit on because that eliminate a lot of problems. We can save a whole lot of kids. And I don't believe in all that saving one kid. You can save all of them because they're ours. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to come with me, I'm going to be real with them. And I don't care about exposing people because at the end of the day, you had a lot of guys. And I don't consider what we did or what I did suffering because I know what I was doing out there. However, I'm gonna take that and do something with it, and that's what I did. So in my life story, that's how it's gonna be. I'm gonna show you from the age of nine years or all the way up to where I'm at now. But they need to be exposed, even the people that's perpetuating that. See, y'all are different. See, you see how y'all motivated and y'all listen, and then y'all give feedback. There's a lot of interviews and a lot of people that do talk, even people that we thought was really good people, you ain't really exposing nothing, you just making money. Like, we playing games or we serious about our people, because at the end of the day, if we ain't going to protect our people who will, because we are, you even considered an OG now yourself
2: too. I'm OG. just being real, you
4: 31. Yeah. And we was considered OGs before we was in 21, so I'm just being honest I
1: mean, I mean, because that's the lifestyle y'all was living, y'all was very tough.
4: No, no, yeah, there
1: but I'm go. just saying
3: you know, there's a lot of growth ain't no and tough guy over here, man. Right, you go. <laughs> that's a, that's a, uh, try you try to slide that I mean, in, right? What I'm just saying. You right? try to slide that in. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: Yo, ball me, Ball me, because y'all, got ah, yeah, yeah. guys, you know, yeah. was held at a certain standard. I just
4: want them to be. I want them to be strong. I don't want them to be fearful, yeah. and I want them to be educated, but I don't want them to be weak. And a lot of times they are getting taught weaknesses, and it's bad. They don't have to be afraid. It's what you gonna be afraid of. Who, who you being afraid of? A lot of them think they 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 have to be afraid and they don't have to be afraid. And that's and they gotta get that. Like a lot of young brothers go to the penitentiary. Or a lot of guys who quit the city, guys are not really aggressive. There's no reason for you to be afraid. You need to concentrate on other positive things and things to get you going. Mm-hmm. So you can do certain things. Cause you worried about being afraid or this person doing something or these people don't like you because of that. You'll never get nothing done. We're a prime example of that. If we say, well, we ain't gonna make it, we do all this time, you're gonna come out, you're gonna go right to jail, you're gonna be a bozo, you're gonna do nothing, you're gonna sell drugs and all that, we did the total opposite. And we went to the jail for the most streams and stuff at a very young age. So we can do it, I'm showing you, but I'm telling you, and I'm right here in your face to let you know that it's gonna be all right. So that's how I show love to a lot of them. That's amen. Yeah, and when they in the hood, they need something to eat. What well, used to have when we was kids, what they do with us. They go some money, go and they and get you some food. Mm. I'm not gonna tell you that. It's like me telling you, stop eating meat, right? And then what I do, I ain't even giving you no fish or something. What you gonna do? Mm. Same thing, so it's action, not just talking. Hey, Amen.
0: On that note, y'all stay tuned for part two, man. We, we, we gotta set it up, this, this, is, this is real. Uh, I'm signed up, man. I'm good. <laughs> it was
1: Queens Flip, um, URLTV.tv. Um, classic, classic. I love this interview. Yeah, no, you know we put out the parts first, mm-hmm. so I already know what part I'm gonna put out. You know, I I, I love, I love, I, lo- I love stories, and I love to listen and learn. Once again, I want to shout out my man Smurf for setting this up, and shout out to Nuke and Malik for pulling up, and shout out to Miss Corinne Cor- and Star, Star, Mister. Shout out to the ladies in the building. Mm-hmm. Very respectful, wonderful people. Culture first, man. 420. Yeah, make sure y'all pull, sure pull, sure pull up. And um, listen, man. Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay stay broke. Broke. It is what stay it broke. is. <laughs> um, stay woke or be broke. Stay woke or be broke. Alright, alright. Y'all yeah, 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 yeah. talked enough. Let me sign out, man. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Yo, know, um, remember lock your doors, close your windows, close your blinds, open your blinds. And if you see a guy like OG Nuke am illegal in your property, you don't right. have to you don't have to use a firearm. Put it away. Put it away because they'll get you first. Try to talk to them <laughs> and understand and, and and reason with them. And they will invite you to the culture fest. And remember.
3: And pass you a drink a nation. Pass mm-hmm. you a drink
1: a nation and remember, excuses are the tools for the weak and incompetent. They be they build and leave bridges to nowhere. I'm from Queens. Oh. Ah. Where you going? Yo, where you going? This flip the script. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and review now.